and it sticks with me that to this day, there's not one person that's told me. I saw it coming. I knew Chris was like that. I knew it. Not one person. So it's just, it's, it's interesting to me, right? Not, not one. Um, so we want to talk a little bit about that. Some of the people that we work with, uh, your family, Shannon's family, um, have said, you know, if you get to talk to Chris, if you tell him something for me, so we have that to talk about today, and it's good. I think you'll like it. I think it will give you some closure. Um, and so, really, that's why we're here. Um, are you available to talk to us? Yeah, definitely. Okay. All right. Um, so, off the bat, if you have any questions, just tell us. Okay. If there's something that you don't want to talk about, that's okay. Um, we might press you a little bit. Okay, we might say, well, if you might, we just maybe then ask one question. Um, something makes you uncomfortable, just tell us. Um, if we need to take any bathroom breaks, we can take bathroom breaks. Uh, you know, or anything like that. And we'll take bathroom breaks and water breaks ourselves too. Um, so then, is there anything about your schedule today that makes it that you can't talk to us? No, that there was like a pass for this and the AM and the PM. Okay. Yeah, they reserved the room the whole day. Oh, okay. Just That's just what they do. Okay. I didn't yeah. know if that was like two separate things or something. I think you have to go back for lunch to get um, accounted for or something. Oh, accounted for. Yeah, I think. Eleven thirty. Yeah, lunch is like eleven, but the accounted for twelve fifteen. So, in general, how is it? It's a lot different than Colorado. Is it? It's good or bad? It's I don't know. I mean, because I mean, it's here. I'm actually around other people. I mean, in Colorado, it was just like I was segregated, and it was just like pounding on the walls all night, screaming, and it was from other people. Oh, really? I just told them, like, how I should kill myself and, like, what they're going to do to me and things like that. Today, this, this is a lot different because, I mean, people here don't seem to, it's not like they don't care, but it's just kind of like they, they don't take, they don't, like, judge you as soon as you walk in. Like, I was, like they, they knew why I was there and they just, that was it. They were just like, they just, they had one second alone with me, it would have been good. They were, yeah. She didn't have must be out there. I don't know how kind of jail. I don't know how what it was like in, you know, DOC there, but you know, like they had to lock down the jail for me to walk down the hallway. Wow. Okay, well. Mm-hmm. So then make sure you were completely separated from anyone else. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't I didn't see anybody up there. Like I was I was still next to somebody, but like I never saw them. You just hear them? <laughs> I didn't know who you were. Um I, I don't know. I just, um, they, they make phone calls in there too. Oh, okay. And they got the newspaper in there before I got in that, got in there. So, yeah. How was, uh, have you been able to talk with family? Members? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, okay. I, we get, uh, from 6 p.m. to 7.30, at 30, after I might miss time out. So, we get to use the phone at that point. Really? Mm-hmm. And do they charge for it? Or? Oh, it's just like, uh, it's like Securus. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how do you make money to pay for that? Um, they put uh, money on the phone. Oh. So if I call, like, if I was, like, to dial somebody's number, they have to have, like, a phone account set up. Oh, so, like, I just That's restricted. And then so the who you call pays for it? Yes. Oh, okay. Are you able to talk to, like, family members and parents and all yeah, that? Yeah, mom, mom and dad and my sister. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. Is that a good thing? That's a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they didn't feel here for me. They're like, oh, what's wrong? Oh, <laughs> good. And how is it with them? So far, so good. Yeah. Yeah. It was... Uh, hard to hear your parents and say mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't know if they were going to 
what they're going to say. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. And so, yeah, I really appreciate what they said. I don't know about you. I definitely was. Uh, I didn't expect them to be there. I know they were there on the 6th. Well, so we have a thousand questions. I'm sure you do too. You care if we start or yes. do you have any questions for us? Right. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So one of the things that we're battling with is, um, and I, I should, I won't make any assumptions today. So, are you aware that this was a national story? After. After a little while, I was. Uh, I, I didn't talk to my parents while I was in Colorado. Okay. Because, I mean, my attorney team told me, all right, no phone calls, no letters, no, no nothing. Okay. So, like, I made I made one phone call when I was in the segregation area there, but my dad didn't thought it was, like, somebody like a news. Oh. Somebody trying to call. Oh, so he didn't answer. Yeah, so he didn't answer. But other than that, okay. I didn't talk to anybody, but from what the... Some of the stuff we do saying that, or my attorney did coming in and said, you know, this is like, they've got people from Australia, England, and all kinds of people trying to figure out what's going on. Did they send you any, did they send you any of the letters, like fan mail or anything? Well, um, I got letters, but I couldn't keep them, like, in with me, so, like, I could read them, like, on my hour out, but it's like, you know, I got a bunch of letters that had no return address and all stuff that was just, you know, not, not very good letters. Yeah. They came from a weird perspective, didn't they? From what we have heard. Definitely. There was, there was one person, I guess, from Greenfield that was like writing like four times a week trying to come visit me. And then there was just a lot of people like writing that was like week two markers saying, you know, like, here's an officer, you know, all kinds of Well, I don't. We're going to talk about some hard issues today, but I don't intend to take you to a dark place today. Okay. Um, I hope that when we're done, you'll feel better. I hope it will be therapeutic. Um, we're going to talk about, obviously, uh, what happened with your family. So that's going to be hard to talk about. I appreciate anything you can tell me about it. Um, if you need to take time out, if you need to get a tissue, that's fine. Right? Um, I think it will be very good for you. It will be good for us. Um, and so one of the reasons I asked about that national attention is um, we were aware that we were getting a lot of letters, um, a lot of interest, and then us personally as law enforcement, we got so many people who claim to have known you, claim to have been with you, dated you, slept with you, and 99 out of 100, they were just crazy people, right? Um, and so maybe that's a good place to start. Um, had you heard about any of that? Uh, John, well, she told me about uh, one, some two from Wyoming. Yeah. Trent? <laughs> yeah, it's that guy. That dad left with my mind. I was like, and who told you about him? Uh, Attorney John. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, do you mind if we talk, talk about him? <laughs> Graham and I interviewed him. <laughs> you had to? Yes. Yeah. our lives. Yes. So, Trent, in summary, Trent came in and said, um, met you online on a dating app, um, had a few, you know, uh, casual but quick sexual encounters with you. Um, and, and let me be very clear. Not only are we not here to jam you up today, we're also not here to judge you. Um, and if there is anything like that, you can imagine we've heard way worse, way different, way you know. So um, if it's true, I hope that you can just casually say, yeah, I mean, this happened. It wasn't as bad as he said, but maybe this happened. So his story was um, met online, 
met you, and it was a time when you were uh, experimenting with naked men. And so he said he met a couple times, met his friends, went to an apartment, uh, had a couple of meetings in the parking lot, and that was basically it. And you met something there? Okay. No, I've never met the guy. Okay. All right. Yeah, he talked about being in a, your truck with your girls, like the whole nine yards. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. I've never been to Wyoming, let alone okay. driven up there to <laughs> Yeah. Um, and so this is maybe a weird question for you. And, you uh, do you have any uh, gay experience? No. Okay. Any interest? No. Okay. Ever had a time experimenting? Wonder? No. Okay. Is it possible that he found you instead of you finding him? Uh, John told me to find me on like a WhatsApp. Yeah. I don't even have that app. Okay. He had my phone, so okay. I'm going to be funny. Yeah. I think I saw what app I had. But I've never even heard of the app, but okay. apparently like he told me like uh, I don't do like a rehab center or something. No, that was another guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 It was. It was totally. I, no, I so did you see a picture of him on the news or anything? Um, John showed me a picture of him. Okay. He's like oh, this guy, and like he just now it's kind of you know making fun like you know one sure. So you saw it and you're like, no way. Yeah, Big like, lips, and you see the mm-hmm. giant lips. Yeah, and it's like, I have no clue. <laughs> and he's somewhat memorable. He's, yeah. If you met him or talked to him or got to know him, you might remember. Um, he's 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 kind of meek. Yeah. But also a little bit um, flamboyant. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He, he did big lips or not big lips, but injections. Uh-huh. He's doing just skincare and makeup. Um, and he mentioned that. One of the times, just as a gift, you got him some skincare products. Mm-hmm. Any of that stuff? No. Okay. You can imagine all the stuff we're dealing with. Okay, so that's one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trent Bowles. There was another gal that you were dealing with. Amanda McMahon. Have you ever heard that name? No. John showed me a picture of her. So you did see a picture of her, too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like. Yeah, that's the same picture. That's the same picture you showed me on the back of my soul. I was looking, I was like, who's that? He's like, oh, you don't know her either? Yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> he said it was like a Chick-fil-A parking lot rendezvous or something. Right. Yeah. That's, that's what she's doing. Okay. Um, I only wanted to watch Chick-fil-A car. I was the one in Broomfield, Highway 7. Okay. That was it. Okay. Um, do you feel comfortable enough today to tell us if there were other people? Yeah, it was just like, oh, that's good. And that was it. Yeah, okay. um, as these people have come out, for the most part, we've not given their stories much credit. They're just great people who want to come And so, but when that does happen, it does make us think, um, you know, there may have been others. We saw Nicole was the only one. No, was the only one. Was there ever, like, a one-night stand with someone else out of the blue and one and done? Okay. Alright. Um, you want to talk a little bit more about Nicole? Okay. So walk me through it, because that was one of the things we never really got to ask you about. Right, um, we didn't talk about it. Kind of skipped on and you know, talked about where the girls were, but so what happened there? So it was probably around probably June 1st or something, that's when I first met her. And uh, it was just like a work conversation that she messed with the gas meters that you know, we were out in the field. And then I was messing up, and then you know, I took it to her like, hey, What's going on with this? Like, I don't fix it. And, you know, after that, you know, we just ran into each other a few times in the office. And I think it was probably the fourth time meeting. Um, 
she had asked me, because like, when I, we were talking back and forth, I would say, uh, you know, like, we moved here from Colorado, or from North Carolina, stuff like that, and then uh, she was like, what's all this weed stuff you come with? And I took out my phone and showed her a picture, like, you know. I drove from the phone. I was like, oh, okay. He's like, so he's like, yeah. Like, no. I don't wear. I didn't wear a ring to work. It's like I some off so I get refitted. Like I lost all that weight. So, but um, you lost so much weight. Did your fingers lost weight? It was literally like I was out in the snow one time. I went like that. And my ring went off on the rocks. So I was like, I was panicking trying to find it. Like, can't work it anymore. <laughs> but um, so after that, she left me alone for a couple of days. And she texted me outside the field. Then after that, we just kept texting back and forth, and it was just, you know, just like, you know, like she used to work in a little rig out in North Dakota, I think, and uh, we just kind of strung the stories back and forth about what we did and everything, and then one day it just kind of went to a different, different level, and then I never thought it would ever go to that level, but she was talking about meeting up after we got back from San Diego. Uh, yeah, we were San Diego from the 22nd to the 26th of June, and uh, we met up after, after we, got, after we got back, and... Um, How did you guys meet up? Uh, at a park in uh, Gordon, at, yeah, Gordon somewhere, um, and after that we just kept seeing each other pretty much the whole month of July. So I'm going to you tell me if I'm wrong. You strike me as somewhat of a shy person. So when you guys were meeting, it was just kind of very initiatory, like flirting at first. Okay. From both sides. Yeah. Okay. They were just kind of like feeling each other out. It's kind of like I don't. Yeah. Um, and so texts and calls. More near the end of June. Okay. And what makes you remember that it's that it happened? Because we called each other before I left to go to San Diego. Oh, okay. okay. Um, at first, did you think something might happen? I just thought it was just flirting. I didn't think it was actually like something that would actually happen. Yeah. Well, it's totally natural, right? I mean, everyone kind of flirts at work, right? Because um, the relationship between men and women is different. So if you're working with a girl at work, it's just kind of natural to flirt. I, yeah, I wish I was down the field more so I don't know the office. Kind of see it in your eyes. So that's kind of where the past started. Yeah, I mean, if I was like, because when I was a field, when I went from a, like a rover to a field coordinator, like I would spend more time in the morning time in the office trying to get everything like situated where we're going to go, everything like that. And, you know, if I was a rover, I'd be more out in the field mm-hmm. and instead of like coming to the office like for more than an hour. Right. It just gave me more time to run into her pretty much. Yeah. What did she know about you? Did she know you were married first? She did once I showed her the pictures yeah. on my phone. Yeah. Like, you know, the home screen picture. Mm-hmm. So was your wife in that picture or was it just your girls? It was just my girls right there, but my wife was the like the lock screen. Oh. So she knew I was married when she Are you aware that she said she didn't know you were married? What did you think about that? It was like, she's trying to say she's trying to, you know, I was just trying to, something my sister said, it was like, uh, just trying to keep things together. Yeah. Just trying to, she, she, she phrased it a different way, but just kind of like, um, just like ground control, just trying to control everything that's going on around her. I'm sure she got bombarded by all kinds of different sides from the media and everything. 
anything. So Did you talk to her at all? No. no. I'm no. hoping she hasn't, like, you know, written me in a different alias or something. No, I'm not talking to her that way. Oh. Uh, and are you not allowed to talk to her? I, I would hope that. Okay. No one told you that, thing. No, I mean, I would I would expect, like, uh, I, I thought, like, I would said like, a DOC list of, if you're on, like, a victim list, you can't call anybody. Oh, right. But here, I'm not sure if that's the same, but I just talked to my sister, parents, uh, some friends of my parents. Do you wish you could talk to her? Maybe once, just to... Just get some closure? Just to say, like, hey, you know, just once. <laughs> yeah. Say, like, I'm sorry this all happened. I'm sorry. I'm not sure, like, what happened, like, afterwards, like, what you went through. Like, if you had, like, counseling, if you're, like, you know, different state, if you had to leave everything behind, I just want to say, I'm sorry. And that's something that you saw, like, happening or happening to somebody else. Would we be all right if we told her that? That's fine. If you want to, you must not. And if she would want to even talk to you guys, but I'm not sure if you can I'm sure she answered your phone call more than the attorney phone call that she didn't want to go answer. Yeah. Oh, so your attorney tried to call her and she wouldn't answer? Yeah. Yes, I remember. I remember her phone number, but uh, after that they figured out, I guess, where she lived. They left her call a business card there. And she just, pretty much after like the fifth attempt, they said she said stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure she's getting bombarded like everyone else. So. Hopefully it's calmed down since, but, but uh, I'm sure, like, I just hope she can, like, like I'm not, there's, like, more mostly for her, not since she's on the outside, but I'm hoping it can get that way at some point. I'm not sure if she had to leave Colorado or not, but I'm sure, like, that would have been hard if she did. Mm-hmm. And when a darker was in green stuff, uh, that's the one thing I always like, asked. My attorneys is like, uh, did she have to leave? Like, did she have to do anything at work? And that was one thing. She always told me that was her green job. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Where did she Oh, uh, like, the give up, like, an old company in a dark, I was like, you know, I mean, unless you're working for, like, BP or, like, Congress and Phillips or something. Oh, I see what you're saying. And a dark, I was like, you know, that's like big leagues. Yeah. yeah. Can I ask kind of a tough <laughs> question? Mm-hmm. Um, did you love her? I felt like it was true. Yeah. I think so too. I think it was the same from her. Okay. Um, tell us about the time you spent. Well, I mean, it felt like it was, you know, I think, like when you said, like more, more like a shy guy, it's kind of like I've never like been by anybody before. It's kind of like I was the one, you know, trying to pursue. Because, like, when me and Shanann met, it was like, you know, she was always, like, pushing me away, kind of like, you know. She was sick for a while, right? I mean, she had, yeah, she was, uh, she had just got diagnosed with lupus, and she was on, like, a bunch of different medications and stuff. And, um, it was, like, I guess I was one of her type. And you weren't her type? I, I wasn't her type. Okay. Like, she, she, she told me, like, when, I, when, I, when she first, because we had met, she told you that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you telling me that. <laughs> yeah, it was like, you know, when we first met, like, it was at a movie theater, and my uh, cousin's ex-wife set us up. You were dressed like shit, weren't you? <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't. think that's what you told me. Yeah, I didn't know, like, that. 
Game. She was fancy Whatever. and he was in like shorts and tennis shoes or something, right? <laughs> I should have known the doorman, you know, was in a suit. I was just like, this isn't good. Like, was it a theater? It was a fancy theater, right? Yeah, it was in Charlotte. It's called the Epicenter. And apparently they give you like champagne and Oh, this is a fancy date night theater. Yeah. yeah. I think Movie he came. Screen. I think he came like he was going to a like I was cinematic. Like, 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 uh, <laughs> like I was going to a party. Like an AMC. <laughs> it was like a play theater. <laughs> no, it was like like you like really watch the normal normal movie, but like you can like drink champagne and yeah. like have like you know a jacket and go inside the theater and just yeah. sit there and whatever. But like uh, yeah, so when she first saw me, she was like, I should probably just turn and talk to the bartender a little more. <laughs> No, I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not, you're hearing me. But yeah, like, it was, I was, like, persistent trying to pursue something I liked her. And, uh, even, even, like, even on the first day, like, I couldn't even eat anything, really. I was just, like, you know, just her. Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah, it was, she, she was just, like, you know, chowing down. And she was, like, hey, like a bird. I'm, like, oh, And she taught my parents, like, you know, months later, she was, like, this guy just never ate. Like, this guy eats, like, a trash disposal. But um yeah, it was I was always pursuing her and then just like um, finally I just I grew on to her, like, you know, I was always like like with her medications and stuff, I would always like she had like eight bottles of medication, so I would always get like her day and nights and kinda like put them all in that little, you know, flip open the pill box, you know, all that kind of stuff and and I would always, you know, get her out there. I even went to her colonoscopy. She said after that she knew that I was like, kind of a keeper. It's like, you know, who goes to a colonoscopy after two months with somebody? That's uh, a little soon. <laughs> <laughs> but she asked if she needed a ride. I'm like, yeah. She's like, you want to go to a colonoscopy? I'm like, sure, why not? Like, even sat with her while she drank that nasty stuff all day. Yeah. Oh. Where <laughs> oh. <laughs> she's in the bathroom that's all day? That's a good test. <laughs> <laughs> that, that clear stuff that's not really, that doesn't really taste clear. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was, I mean, it felt like a great, it was a great relationship. Everything was, everything was great. Now you're talking about with Kevin Durk? No, with uh, Tom Motion. Yeah. And, and um, like in the first first year, you know, like, and yeah, my parents never, oh, I don't know, my mom was always kind of hesitant. Why? I, I was the baby, I guess. I never, you know, I never had a girlfriend in high school. So it's not oh. like she never, like, really saw me, like, Oh, interesting. So she's kind of watching her baby walk out a little bit. Yeah, because I, when I turned 18, I graduated. I never moved back. Okay. That at home. So my sister old. moved back and forth. <laughs> so how old were you when you met Shanann? I was 25. I was 29. So. Okay. So no serious hmm. girlfriends before that? Not, nothing more than like six months or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was, there, was, there was some girls here and there, but just nothing more than like... Uh, the last girlfriend I had before she ran, she was just actually got divorced and I should, should never did that but it was more of like a, I was kind of like helping her get through her divorce it seemed like mm-hmm. she went off somewhere else I'm like oh nice to know you're the rebound guy <laughs> the rebound guy yeah. pretty much but you know, that's how it goes would you say that in your relationships with women um, it seems to me and you tell me if I'm wrong it seems to me like you're attracted to maybe a more dominant personality? It seems like it, because I'm more of the just reserved. I mean, I just kind of like go with the flow type. Yeah. But then, like, Shen usually made all the decisions, it seems like, so. I get that, I'm saying. 
Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't think that's right with you, but. <laughs> so then, and I know it's hard to keep bouncing back and forth, but. Um, and, and one of the reasons we're here is we just keep telling ourselves, Chris does not fit the mold. Chris is not. No. Like this, this, it just blows us away what happens, right? And so we will do a little bit of bouncing back and forth, and that's really just to get to know you a little bit better. Because we never really got that chance to do it. Yeah, she was. Yeah. I like to read, well, remember three or four times, probably. So then, with, do you call her Nikki or Nicole? I like to call her Nikki. Okay. Uh, there's so many Nikki and Nicole's in this. Right. Yeah. I got confused. So we'll call her Nikki. Okay. Um, so then, with Nikki, was it different? It just seemed like I was more in control, it seemed like, and that never happened. She'd actually like ask me like like my opinion on a lot of things, it's like what I wanted to do, and just kind of like okay. That's new, wasn't it? Very new. That's oh, fascinating to me. And so, did it feel more like an equal partnership, or it seemed like it? Yeah. Okay. So then, when it was date night, would you guys talk about it? Would you ask to go somewhere? Or would she say, "I want to go somewhere"? Or was it? I, you know, the first time we went out, it was to a movie over at the orchard, about the summer before over there, and you know, I asked her, like, hey, you want to go see this movie? And like, like, yeah, man, okay, cool. And we just we got there, it was sold out, and, you know, normally probably just have, you know, just wait two hours, like, you know, just go home, but now she just wanted to walk around and talk, and like, okay, all right. So that was, that was different, and, you know, I think she wanted to go to the car museum, Shelby Museum in Boulder, I've never been there. And I was That's like, right up your alley. Oh, yeah. Like, I was just like, that was awesome. Just walk around cars for like an hour or so. And then, you know, drag race in Vandermeer. Okay. And I haven't been to a drag race since 2008. And that was in Charlotte. Okay. It was like that was a drag trip over there. That's like the NHRA, the top little mud car stuff like me and my dad used to grow up. Yeah. Go there like all the time. And then, like, uh, went to camping in uh, Sand Dunes National Park, and I'd never, I'd, I'd never been camping. I always wanted to do it. Thought it was, she'd done it like countless times. Oh, really? Okay. She's had Dorothy. Yes. Okay. Yeah, she, she, I guess she, every time like she needed to clear her head, she just go by herself, just go somewhere. Oh. Yeah. So she's a completely new type of uh, person and relationship. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, what were you thinking this whole time? Like, I, I, in the back of my head, I was just telling myself what I was doing. Like, you know, every time, you know, I, I open up my phone, I can see pictures, like, of my wife and my kids, and it's like, what am I doing? And then, like, every time I was with her, it seemed like I didn't think. It seemed like it was like a, like a blinder that was in my face. Oh. And just, like every time I look back on it, like you know, like I have pictures of my wife and kids and myself. And like every night, you know, or every morning, every night, you know, I just you know, talk to them, you know, say like, like I have like this book. Uh, I used to read for CC, and I, I remember that book, so I read that to, to them like every night. And like there's some scripture and stuff that I read to them, so I just try to you know 
strengthening back like I wish <laughs> and just like I wish that blinder wouldn't on my head part my eyes that would have seen what was going on like you know I was having everybody says oh you're just out there having fun while your kids you know or get to wipe your on vacation I was like no it wasn't like that but it seemed like that's what it looked like when, you know, when you're going you know going to camping, going to dry race, going all this other stuff that you have fun doing but you're with somebody else, it's not your family, it just didn't seem right. And, you know, all the way there, it just didn't seem like I could even see that anymore. And all the way there at her house pretty much every night, it was like I didn't have that time at home just to really think about anything. Because literally I didn't, like I was only at home from like when I got to work, I worked out, I ate dinner, and then I went nowhere else. Like I was never, I never slept in my house. In like the whole month of July. Now, talking through that though, when you said you went home and then you were at her house, was that while Chanel was gone? Oh, okay. So you weren't even at your house. No. This all happened so quickly, didn't it? It, it was insane. Quickly. Like I didn't like. She even told me like she was never in, like a normal relationship. She would never have somebody over at her house like more than like a, once or twice a week. But she. Felt like she wanted me over there. Yeah. She said she'd come over there. Yeah. So it was just like that's what was different. Like she wanted me over there. But I, I just wish that all that would just go away. I just wish I'd almost like I'd, I know it's hard to, I know it's wrong to say I wish I'd never met somebody, but I wish I'd, you know, maybe met her at work and then just kept it that way. I think we had a time machine. I don't think this would happen again. But some people, when this happens, you're like, well, if it wasn't this time, it would have been next time. Or it would have been the next time. It just wouldn't have happened if you would have. And it happened so quickly that you tell me if I'm wrong, you're not the type of, type of guy to take control sometimes when you need to. Yeah, it seems like that's just what happened. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't take control of the situation. It's like the situation controlled me. Right, it just happened. Uh, I get that, man. I'm, I'm somewhat passive myself, and it's like, you know, there are situations I'm like, well, why did I let that keep going? You know? yeah. I don't know why. It was like it was like a roller coaster ride that I just kept punching and taking on, and I didn't get up. Yeah. Can we talk about the hardest subject? Um, so when we were talking, the last time we talked, um, the last thing we talked about was where the girls were, mm-hmm. but we never really got to talk about that night. What happened? So nothing really happened that night. It was in the morning. Okay. It was, you know, me and Shaman, she got home like at 2 o'clock. And, uh, you know, I felt her get to bed. And I just sound like I didn't really so I just make sure I look my phone up to the body make sure she's in there. And I kind of feel her kind of staring around a little bit. And, uh, she, I, I just had a feeling that she knew, like, what was going on. I mean, obviously, I didn't use, like, a, like I had our own gift card, you know, that I got. I mean, I used my actual credit card, and I, I kind of just felt like something. She knew what was going on. And she, uh, she started rubbing her hand on me, and we ended up, having sex, but uh, uh, I guess that was more like a test. Well, I, I would have thought. Interesting. Okay. 
because when we talked, uh, when I woke up later on in the morning, like, you know, I, I pretty much, you know, told her, like, you know, I didn't think it was going to work anymore. And she was like, what happened? What was last night? You know, after I've gone through everything in my head. And she just told me, you know, like, to get off of her. And she's like, I knew some, I knew there was somebody else, I knew there was somebody else, and there was somebody else. I couldn't bring it, I couldn't just say, yes, there is somebody else, but then she's like, never going to see the kid again, never going to see them again, get off me, don't hurt that kind of Is that what you said? So, because like when I climbed in bed, that was pretty much like on top, pretty much like straddling her, I was doing she thought I was gonna like hurt her or her baby or something. Because she knew that like, you know, like something happened. She thought I was just trying to, you know, just check out or something. That was hard. But not if we have to be kind of getting rid of him. So she comes home. I'm sure, like, you know, Nikki or, or Nikki or Cole Atkinson or Cassie probably told her, you know. That's what I was thinking, right? They talked about it during that whole weekend. More than like that. That's my parents told me there was, like, a, not going through, like, text messages. It's, like, all, like, pretty much, they all kind of just told her to somebody else. Yeah. She spent a lot of time with the gals. That's what they did probably all weekend is talk about it, give her advice. I think that's mm-hmm. what we found, mm-hmm. it, right? Yeah. Okay. So she comes home. Uh, you guys have sex. And then did you fall asleep between then and going to work? Yes. Okay. So then at some point, does she wake you up or did you wake up for work? Not a lot more. Oh, okay. And you're going to work out. Mm-hmm. But that's when she started talking, wanted to talk more. She was pretty mad. I mean, it was, I, I already kind of knew that, you know, using that credit card, I was going to do it. Was that intentional? Yeah. I had no other way to do it. Oh. I, like, you know, I, I used, like, because I got these anarcho gift cards from, like, you know, you know, doing good stuff at work and yeah. stuff like that, and I'd use them all. Oh. What's, what's part of it was, like, I screw it, whatever, I don't care. I'm using this card. I would Part of me just wants to make you pay for this, but uh, I just I don't know. Yeah. Even I think um, my, my attorney said she even also used a different card, like a blue card. No. Maybe she thought, you know, like I felt comfortable not just using a bank account or something. But you know, and I told her I was going to Iraq, and I told you, told you I was going to Iraq. Yeah. It felt like you know, like looking back at everything, like like reading the scripture more and more now I can see like you know God told like gave me opportunities to get out like even my friend Jeremy uh, Lynch he even invited me to like it was his daughter that came and watched the kids on Saturday that Saturday night and he was like hey you said we're going to a Rocky game you want to go to the Bronco game and watch the Arizona Cardinals like in my mind it was like you know just yeah just just say hey I, I I can't find a babysitter yeah, and maybe that would have been like you know 
you know, like a light switch and my head goes off, light switch and her head goes off, maybe it just like goes different directions. That was kind of like my last like opportunity to kind of get out of this game. I wish I would have said, yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah. I think that would have just put me on a different trajectory. So then, Shanann, did she actually say you're never going to see the kid again? She said that to me before. Yeah. That's kind of hard to hear. Yeah, because she said to me before she went to Arizona. Because, like, I wasn't really sleeping on the bedroom. I was sleeping on the couch or in the basement bed or something. And, like, she had slept on the floor here. I never asked you to kid again. Did she get fired like Only once in our entire relationship I've ever seen her like that way. Yeah. And that was the a time before, or was that on the night that it happened? No, it was, uh... I'm back in North Carolina. Oh. It was one, it was just like one of those, it was just a fiery argument that I never, like I never raised my voice to her or anything and like, you know, I like, I just got mad and I slammed the door and she was like, I'm like, Is that when you were in North Carolina that last week? No, it was like, previous to that? It was like 2010, 2011. Oh. It was like early, early, early. And her old cubs. The four kids. Yes. Were you dating or were you married at that point? Dating. Oh. Yeah, it was just like, I, I, I don't remember what it was about. I think some I think some girl maybe texted me like from my past or something and like I was just like, and, and she was like, don't have that happen again. And I was just like, okay, I have friends, like, like females, like right. I don't even talk to this little thing. Right. And it was just like, yeah. no. Was she fiery? Did she have that Italian blood that her mom has? Or yes. And <laughs> <laughs> was she always like that, or was she? Uh, did she snap at things? Uh, she would snap at me, but you could tell, like you know, something, something really irked her a little bit. Yeah. And it would come out. Zero to hundred type thing, or what? Uh, yeah, zero like yeah, two hundred. Oh, interesting. She's, she's she gets acclimated about something. It's like, all right, it's going to happen. Well, that's why she was probably so successful at Thrive, right? Oh, yeah, like, she had done yeah. a couple other, like, direct sales business, but this one was just, like, it was different. Why? This one, like, uh, I think she had done, like, uh, Origami Howl and, like, something called, like, uh, It Works, and then, like, uh, other, 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 a couple other things, like, some bags and stuff like that. Stuff like that with the supplement stuff, it just could it work with her, mm-hmm. it worked with me. She's like, okay, I can kind of like use this, like, like, all right, this is what's doing for us. Yeah. And then, like, after a little while, like, she could see how, like, people are above her, how it was helping them. And then it was just like, trickled out quick. And it was like a good system about, like, you know, commission wise and everything, and everything was just, she could use all the business. IQ she has from running those cell phone shops and from the very soft customer shops and all that. I mean, she, she is assigned in. Yeah, she knows how to do accounting for it, like, yeah. in the back of her hand. So. But all just, like, fell into place with all that. So then on that night, was it just a new type of fight? It was, yeah. Never had or what? What happened? Yeah, it was a totally different type of fight. It was, you know, it was just felt like, I don't know, it was more anger than, than anything else. Like, there was emotion to it at first, and it just felt like it was just anger. It was just like, you know, like, like there was no love there. It was kind of like, what we were saying, what she was saying, it was just like, 
almost like we knew like something was contending at, at each other. We didn't know like it was it wasn't ourselves. Really? Anger from you or anger from her? I think it was more anger from me and more like desperation from her to the she wanted to see. Yeah. She knew. She knew if something wasn't right. Like you know, like when the whole thing with my parents happened with the somebody my parents called me okay. Nutgate? What's that? The peanut? The peanut? Oh, yeah. Oh, with her family? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pistachio ice cream or whatever. Yeah, they keep nutgate. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that. That was like another outlet. You know, maybe I could have just like stopped everything from thinking and just kind of concentrated on helping like whatever happened there. Shannon had a story in my mom's backstory. Well, they both have their feelings for good reasons, and they both didn't see it the other person's way. And yeah, and like maybe I, cause I, get, I didn't talk to my parents from then on until like August 6th. And like, you know, my dad took that whole week off. You didn't talk to your parents from then on? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah, like, my Janelle was like, you're not talking to them, you're not calling them, you're not doing anything. Is that what you said? Yeah. And, uh, the uh, Cece's birthday was the 17th, but I think the actual birthday party was like a couple days after. In August? July. July. Yeah. And uh, like my, my mom and my dad was going to go, but then there was like a couple on Facebook about, you know, allergies and stuff like that. She had to pay him, and I was like, no, I just can't, can't do it anymore. It's like, because he, he perceived that as her taking a shot, I think? Yeah. Okay. And she always says she never you know, put those posts uh, directed at anybody, but I, she, she had a method. If you read them, you know who it's from. Yeah. She had a method to the back, and you can see it. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's, I wish I could have just took more time just to fix that. Because, like, I was, like, I wanted my parents to be involved. Like, since, you know, like, the whole wedding thing, and then up to that, it was like, you know, my mom and my sister were always, like, combating with change and then combating with them. My dad was always cool. He's just like me. He's just like, you know, go with the flow. Like, I just want everybody to get along kind of deal. I loved your dad. Oh, he's the best. Mm-hmm. Is it he? I so, loved your dad. I'm sorry, keep going. Um, I just wish I could have, like, just when we were in, uh, we were at the beach in August, like, my dad was supposed to, supposed to take two the whole week off just so we could see the kids, like, uh, see me, like, we have a cookout at my sister's house or something. And then, but we just pretty much spent five days at the beach and Shenanda like booked it so like you know, I mean I don't want to say like punishment for them not to see the kids but like I wanted them to see it and see them you know, just, I wish I could have you know, fixed it all fixed all that and I, even like when I was at the beach I told Shenanda that it was more like, like what was going on was more of like I feel like you know my dad's here I feel like I've lost like something in my life I haven't talked to him and I've been seeing the kids for two weeks, you know, on FaceTime or anything. Mm-hmm. And I wanted them to be able to have that relationship. And they, she was pretty much gung ho, like she tried to kill my daughter. I'd given her. I was like, I don't think she gave it to her. <laughs> and that, that her stance is that your mom put that put something in front of Cece. Like to kill her or no, just just, just, just like like didn't care. like like didn't pay attention. She, she thinks that allergies and like this state of age is like 
people think, oh, it's like it's fine. made up. Like, it'll, yeah, it'll be fine. They'll just have a rash. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I've seen this YouTube, you know, like, the first time, well, I've seen a picture of when he had a cashew the first time. It wasn't good. And then she had a kiwi the second time, and then the same thing happened. And um, I know it's real. Do you know it's serious, yeah. Yeah, it's not like, it wasn't like her throat, like, closed up, but she broke out in this full body rash. It looked really mm-hmm. crazy looking. And luckily, like, no, nothing with her throat, like, happened. But, um, so did that make you angry to, at your mom for doing that? Yeah, I mean, that's just like, mom, you just got to, I told her you need to think, you need to, like, you know, pay attention just because another kid can have something doesn't mean another kid can have something. Because, like, when we were at that birthday party at Jeremy's on Sunday, you know, they had this cake there. Like, Bella, Bella wanted it so bad. I'm like, <laughs> because she can't have it. She's like, yeah, okay. And all the other kids were like, they can't have the cake, you know. Like, I just kind of took them off and gave them some, like, uh, like a little frozen box or something. But you know, it's just like she had to learn that just because one kid has something, there's another kid that can't have it for a legitimate reason. Like, she, she couldn't have done it, but you know, that's the kind of talk I had with her. When she didn't call me, I think it was maybe like the middle of July or something when she told me all this that happened. Mm-hmm. That's when I called my mom and talked to them for a while, and then they're just like, you know, we just couldn't deal with her anymore. And it's kind of like, you know, they like flipped out. And my nephew told Bella to go hide behind the curtain because I don't think your mom was going to let you come over here again or something like that. Aww. So they got heated. Oh, they were, it was bad. Really? Yeah, they, it was. It was like a last straw between them. I think. Like in the same room or over the phone? No, they were at. at, at they were at. So they were my, at my mom's house. Yeah, the CC and. Bella and my nephews and nephew were there. Okay. How did Shanann find out about the ice cream thing? Because uh, Shanann was there, and uh, I guess they were all sitting, uh, one of those counters, kind of like a U, and my niece went into the kitchen, and she knew what the ice cream was. She'd um, been there. She'd been so it's not like your mom gave it to her? Like she oh, got no, her own no, ice cream? Yeah, she went in the freezer, got it, went out, and stopped beside TC and started eating but like it's just a matter of like Cece could go like right, right like that now I don't, I don't know what would happen if she just got it on her hand right but like I know on like the prick test you know, mm-hmm. on, her, on the back like a little so would they stay in there at your parents house during that time yeah it was um, so they would go from my uh, Sandy and Frank's house yeah. for like a few days or five days and go to my mom and dad's house yeah. for a couple of days and come down back and forth so it happened during that time. Mm-hmm. So there are so many things that happened weren't there that just were little tiny ingredients to this yeah, recipe. Yeah, nothing like that's crazy. I mean, it's just so many things just didn't go your way. Everything was like, a, like somebody was stirring a pot and it was just yeah, exactly what it was like. So then I know I keep bringing it up. Can you walk me through the, just the last few minutes before Shenanda? It was pretty much just, like, I had gotten dressed for work, and then, like, we started talking. Did she come to you? No, I was, I was just right there in bed. Oh, just, okay. Yeah, so I was just, like, I got my blue shirt on, my jeans and Was she asleep, or did, did you have to wake her up to finish your conversation? Or? I would wake her up, because, like, she... she she got home like two o'clock, so she was extremely bad. But, but I never knew like if like her plane got delayed. Someone always told me like she just like sat around with Nicole and just like talked for a while and came home. I'm not sure if that was good. Yeah, it was a yeah. 
But uh, yeah, when she came home and everything, but yeah, I, I, I woke her up to talk to her. Oh, okay. Yeah. And is that because it was just eating at your? Yeah, like I, I knew, like you know, something like there's something that should go right with me. So I know, like she knew. Um, I just, I just, knew she knew. I just felt like maybe, like maybe the kids weren't gonna be there when I got home that day. Oh, interesting. Now, um, I don't mean to offend, but I have to ask: Is that really the truth? Okay. I really felt like they were they weren't going to be there when I got home that day. Oh. And like so, she would take them somewhere? No, I just, I, just, I just felt like either maybe I wouldn't go home, maybe they weren't going to be there, or I wouldn't be allowed to. I think. I think I saw some text messages where she had talked about. Um, that she would take the kids to another state or something because she couldn't, wouldn't be able to afford to live in Colorado or something. Did she say that kind of stuff to you, or yeah. what did she say about that? She said she couldn't afford to live in Colorado by, on her own, and that uh, I told her to like, well, drive, and she pretty much makes the same one I do. Yeah. But uh, she said she wouldn't, she wouldn't want to try just because you know Colorado just the price of living there was a lot higher than North Carolina. And just just so I'm clear, you thought maybe she was she. In your mind, you thought maybe she would take the kids somewhere else or, like, lock you out of the house or... Or just, like, you know, I, I wouldn't want to make a scene, like, you know, trying to, like, pound the door, trying to get in or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I just felt like, you know, that, that was what I did on Sunday, you know, kind of like for Saturday night, kind of like the last drop, kind of like going out with somebody and using an actual account card and just, like, not trying to hide it at all. So walk me through it, though, because she comes home, so you guys have sex and fall asleep and you wake up for work all natural all you know a normal day's work type thing yeah. what was it that made you think I just can't do this anymore I have to talk to her I feel to be in a way I mean like I yeah. knew like something I knew everything that I did like I know like when I was with Nikki it was you know different like I wasn't even like in the realm of I'm a dad I'm a husband type thing oh and then like like I, like I was saying, when I'm never at home, like, sleeping in my own bed, like, I have no, like, concept of that anymore. Interesting. Because it was in your mind and heart, you didn't have moved on. Like, it was, it just, it kind of felt like if I wasn't at home, like, I didn't think about it, almost. Cause, like, I, if I wasn't sleeping on my own, like, I think there was one, at one point, like, Nikki had gone to the mountains with her friends for, like, a few days, like, into June, first part of July. And then, like, you know, that part, you know, obviously, obviously I was home. But, like, from that whole month of July on, it was, like, I was never at home. Mm-hmm. Like, I never had all those reminders around me. I never had, you know, like, every time my wife would call me, I would be at Nikki's house. Oh. While she was in North Carolina? Yeah. Okay. And I would, like, you know, walk outside or oh. talk to her, like, when I was next to the car or something like that. And, uh, I would never be at home looking, like, have all these pictures around me, just being in the same bed, you know, seeing my kids' bed, seeing everything that I would go for the last six years. And so, did you just want to, once and for all, get it out in the open? I just, I just wanted to just tell her how I was feeling at that point in time. Like, I didn't feel like me and her were compatible anymore. So, honestly, I didn't feel like that, because what was going on with Nikki, it was, it was new. It was new. Right, absolutely. Anything that's new always feels better than the old. Yes. You were probably like bitten by the love bug. Yeah, it's it, not a lot of therapists talk about it. Yeah. It was just like I never felt that. I mean, even like with new relationships in the past, like it always 
feel different, like, you know, the first couple weeks, and then, you know, but it, it just, for someone that can feel different, I don't know what it was, maybe it was just, like you said, like, you know, I was more in control, and, like, it was more of, like, maybe more of me coming out, because mm-hmm. man always said, like, it always seemed, I was more myself around other people, like, you know, her cousin, Cody, like, you know, like, she, uh, Cody lived, or came up and visited us for a little bit while we were in Colorado for a little while, and Cody always talked about, he, like, called, Chris is so funny, Chris is like, Shannon was always just like, why are you going to like that with me? It's like, Maybe I always felt nervous <laughs> There's only so much oxygen in the room, right? I say this to some people with dominant personalities. Mm-hmm. You know? I just always felt nervous. I always felt like I was, you know, never could actually just you know, be myself. But Nikki, I was myself like, all the time. Well, and it seems as though, and again, it's hard to talk about it. You tell me if I'm wrong. But it also seems... Uh, is it accurate to say that sexually you were able to say, Nikki, this is what I would like, this is what I'm into, or blah, 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 maybe not what you have? No, Nikki just wanted, I mean, she wanted what she wanted, she wanted to do it pretty much all the time, I was just like, okay, that's fine me. Okay. And I was just like, I'm like, hey, <laughs> I'm happy to not good, but uh, that wasn't, that wasn't the case as far as that way, it wasn't just so sexually, but okay. it was me. I was just on myself. I could like, just not think about what I was going to say or plan what I was going to say or not, you know, say something stupid or something. <laughs> right. A little bit of freedom. Can I ask you something about that morning that you had sex with Shanine? Did you feel at all like maybe you were kind of cheating on Nikki by doing that? I felt strange. I felt like, you know, the first time I was with Nikki, I felt weird. First time, like, sure. and then the last time I was with Shannon, I felt totally strange. I'm just like, I, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know who I had become. I, didn't, I felt like I'd become people I seen on TV, and that did not feel right with me. Like, I just, I didn't know, I didn't know what had happened to me. Mm-hmm. So, Nikki even asked me, like, are you, have you done this before? Are you going straight away? I'm like, I've never even thought about it. It's like, what's, what's different? It's like, I guess it's just me that's different, because I've just never actually, like, like, I've seen girls smile at me before, never done anything about it, but her, it was just like, it's like she had a leash on me, she tugged me away. As soon as she walked, I'm like, hey, I don't know what's going on. So, well, and Tammy brings up a very good point. I wonder if that last time with Shanann having sex had a somewhat of a role in you thinking, I gotta do something, I gotta say something, we gotta have a talk, something's gotta change. Yeah, I just I felt like it was like maybe like a trigger point or something like like you hit the push button on a, on a bomb it just blows up. Right. Just something in my head was just like something just like something was hurting. Just like I had to say something. Okay. So then exactly what did you say and what happened? So then I woke her up and it's like everybody's hey, gotta just gotta talk. Okay. And it's like I told her I don't feel compatible, I don't feel like this is gonna work. I just you know I don't wanna like, can we cancel a trip to Aspen? She booked a trip that week oh. to go to some, like, mystery four-star luxury hotel or something. Is the two of you or the whole family? Just me and her. Okay. And she had a man there to watch the kids that, week, that weekend or something. Okay. And um, I was just like, can we cancel that? Can we, like, do something? Like, the, from what I remember, I even said, can we move to Brighton? <laughs> just to get away from, like, this house. Oh. But, like, I'm not sure if that was, like, 
like in the beginning or the end of all the conversation or whatnot. That conversation was so many different ways. Like they had gone from like staying together to not staying together to just like all of the above. Okay. So this is half an hour, an hour or what? Uh, definitely not more than that. Okay. I don't think. Are you crying? Is she crying? Yeah, it's just back and forth. It's like, you know, she's, she's got a mascara. She didn't wash her face when she got home. She had makeup on still, so mascara is running all over her and stuff like that. And it was and nothing, nothing about that conference. I just wish I could take all of that. Just be just the, the whole next thing back, everything. So then when did it turn? As far as that conversation? Mm-hmm. Just at the end when I was telling her, like, I told her I didn't love her anymore. That's what happened. What happened? She told me to get off her and I put my hands on Okay. Did you say she said something like that you were hurting the baby or something? That was before that. Because like, when I was straddling her, it was kind of like around her waist type deal. Why did you get on her like that? I just when we got off when we got on the bed. Is that so she would listen to you? I felt like she could probably listen to me just laying beside her, but I got on top of her. Mm-hmm. And every time I think about it, I'm just like, did I know I was going to do that before I got on top of her? Really? That's an interesting thought, Chris. Mm-hmm. You don't know if you did. It's like, you know, everything that happened that morning, I just don't, I don't know. Like, I, I try to go back in my head, and I'm just like, I didn't want to do this, but I did it. Everything just kind of like... felt like you had to? It just felt like it was... I don't even want to say it, it felt like I had to. It just felt like there was already something in my mind that I was complaining about. I was going to do it, and I woke up that morning, it was going to happen, and I had no control of it. You never thought about it before? It was just like, I don't want... Like, when, like, like just like in the sentencing hearing that prosecutor said it takes two to four minutes, something like that to happen. Like, why, why can't I just let go? I didn't. Oh, that's interesting. Was it feeling like it was in motion and you just couldn't stop it? Yeah, it was just like, I don't even want to know what, what she saw when she looked back at me. Did you look at her? What was she doing? Why do you think she wasn't fighting? Maybe she was praying. Maybe she was just. I read, read the Bible that said, you know, like, you know, uh, the scripture says, don't uh, uh, forgive these people for they do not know what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe she was saying that. I don't know what she was saying in her head. But she, you know, like, like when you guys told me to take off your shirt and stuff, check for defensive wounds, and like, you know, there wasn't going to be any. If she didn't grab, could she grab your arms or were her arms pinned down? Or? I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember. I don't think so. I mean, I don't think like I moved to where my knees are, are around her arms or anything. But it's just kind of like when I got on top of her, we, we started talking. It was just, that was it. And it's kind of like in my head, or like in the back of my head, that was going to happen. And just like at the end of the conversation, it was just like, that's what happened. I just wish I could have let go. Did it seem like it was that long, two to four minutes? How long did it seem for you? 
almost kind of felt like it was felt like it was longer almost because felt like time was standing still it's kind of like I just saw my life just disappearing before my eyes but it just like I couldn't let go it was like somebody else like like if you picture somebody else around you holding your hands holding you keep you from not not letting go At some point there was a statement about rage. Do you feel like you're in a rage at that point? I, I, that's the only way I can describe it, honestly. Like a snap or something. I, mean, I don't know. I, I guess my attorney had said like some, you know, you know, strangulation. It's more of like a, I don't know, passionate type thing. It's like, I don't know how I can be passionate. It's just intimate because you're right in there. Yeah. Using your own hands. It's a lot different than someone standing across the room and you shooting them or something like that. So. I just felt like somebody was like behind me. Just like, just, things couldn't let go. It's interesting to me because there was a lot of things in your life that were like that, right? Where you just like, maybe felt out of control or maybe felt like, I don't know why I couldn't stay, take a step back or, you know. Like even when you said, when your buddy was like a sort of football game. You wanted to say yes, you could. Yeah, I wanted to. Like, I, I've never been, I been to a football game in North Carolina, so I was like, yeah, sure. But I wanted to say that. Yeah. I wanted to just text him, yeah, yeah, no, maybe should have called through, can go. So, then what? Just then. After, you know, Shanann was there because once I was, when she was gone, it was just like, I, I didn't know what, what was going on. It was like, it was like a traumatic, I don't know what you call it, traumatic event type and everything. And like, I was shaking. I didn't know what had happened. I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what I had done. I still wasn't in that right state of mind. I don't think like like I was in control of what I could think or what I could do at that point in time. Like most people say, like, why well, I just called 911 when I was like, unless you're in that situation, you don't, you don't, know. Know. You don't know what you would have done. Mm-hmm. It's easy to play Monday morning quarterback. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Like I said, if somebody shoots somebody, you don't know what they're going through in mind that one time. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you've done. So what happened next? Mm-hmm. So what happened to the What she said? Mom. Mom. Did she hear something? So what she Obviously, I think. Okay. What did you tell me? that happened with Bella right in that room? Not on her. What happened? She, she walked in as, you know, she talked about mm-hmm. Did you take her back to her room? Put Shannon in that sheet and John's like, okay. And what? 
carried her downstairs and my truck up. At that point, were the girls still there? Okay. And Shanann's in the truck. And back to the house. We got her back in the truck. Was Bella first or was she first? In the truck. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. So Shanann was first. And then Bella was next. Was Bella alive when you, put it, when you guys got in the truck? Oh, okay. What happened? Rolled back out. Okay. I don't really want to talk about this part. Those are my kids. But they didn't have to talk to them every night. I don't see them. Okay. Every time I see pictures, I don't know how this goes. Being a dad was the best part of my life. I took it all away. I think that's the hardest part for us, Chris, is we see those videos, we see that love that you had for your girls. Like it's obvious to us, and even to us, we it's hard for us to understand how a dad who's given piggyback rides and you know making snacks and watching princess movies and those kinds of things. Um, how you get to that point, you know? Like I said, it was just like something else was controlling me that day. I had no control over what I was like to fight back. Yeah. Like when that prosecutor said it felt a better tongue, like repeatedly, I just, I just wanted just to bang my head up against the wall. So you put Shiana in the truck, and then you put the two girls in the truck? Were they just sitting in their car seats, or, or I guess they didn't probably have car seats uh, in your no, truck, did no, they? No, I was sitting in the back, with the, like in that, that bench seat. So Shanann was back there too? She's so on the floor. What did they say about Shanann being on the floor? Mommy, okay. What did you tell them? She'll be fine. Did you have your, their stuff with them? Was there toys in there? Like they, had, they, had some, they had something with them that they carried. One of them, I think, had a CCM, but had like a blanket or something with them. Mm-hmm. Like a pink, pink blanket. Or what about the dog? I think one of them had a dog, right? The doctor. The dog. Yeah, 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 one of them had like a little barking dog. Was that with you too? You know? I think it was. It's harder to remember. Like, you yeah. have to have like a big blanket, small blanket. So, I think I saw um, on the video that you put a gas can or something in the back of your truck. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Do you have different plans and when just, you put that in there? I don't know what's going through my head. I feel like I maybe I could just get rid of myself at the same time if I was doing all this. Yeah. You think about that? Well, what do you think about that? I just felt like I deserved to live after what happened. Was there any thought to um, 
the whole family going away that day, to include you. After everything happened, that's the definite thought. Yes. So you think it seems to me, we had all kind of wondered if there was a point when we were all together, if we were all going to pass together. That to me makes sense. Is that even though it sounds crazy, um, that's what a family man does, right? Family man doesn't do what he does. No, I know. I guess what I mean is, um, it seems like you guys were going to be together forever in that way. Is that maybe what going through your head? Honestly, I just felt like I didn't. I didn't feel too late. Yeah. I think it was like whatever judgment I was going to come upon myself, you know, I just didn't deserve to be on this earth anymore. Mm-hmm. What happened? Okay. So what made you not do that? I don't know if it was just more of like a because with the with the site maybe it was just more of like I would have hurt more people than just me and everybody else. I know there's other people out there. Not like at the site, but other people like maybe out in the area. Like I didn't want something like on the site to catch fire and blow up, and then other people around would get hurt. So you were thinking initially about starting a fire out there or an explosion or something, or no, not not for not for that. Just like maybe I could take care of myself. How? Oh. I guess that's the only thing. But I mean, I don't have like I don't have a gun. I don't have anything like that. I'm like, just it that way. So it's just like, blow yourself up. I mean, it was just. I wasn't thinking. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I, it was. I mean, I don't have. I don't have weapons. I don't have, I've never hunted before in my life. I don't know. What, I mean, nothing was right that morning. Yeah. I remember you kept telling me that. You kept saying, "I didn't know what I was doing, Tammy. I didn't know." Like, yeah. Yes. About the sheep. Like, what were you doing? Like, I don't know what I was doing. Yeah. I think you were just like in automatic mode, or seemed like. So did you stri- drive straight out there? What were you thinking on the way out there? I was kind of like what I was doing right now. I'm just like, you know, nervous, shaking, not knowing, like, you know, what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, I know, like, my life has completely changed. I don't know, like, what's happening. Like, honestly, like, I try to picture that, that whole ride. Like, it's like 45 minutes to an hour ride out there. And it's just like, couldn't I have, like, saved my girl's life? Couldn't I have done something? Why did I do it? I don't know. Right. Like, this is my flesh and blood. This is, like, what I wanted all my life was to be a dad, just to have, you know, kids and they love me, they, you know, all that. And it just nothing, nothing made sense. Right. Like, the oil tank, nothing made sense. I'm just like, what the doing? Mm-hmm. So what happened when you got out there? Took that out. To place off to the site. Mm-hmm. What were the girls doing when you were doing that? Just back to the truck. 
and then we'll have to ask about it. Alive when she went into the oil tank. Put the blanket over her head. And that's how she passed. Good grief. I put the blanket over her head. I didn't want to.
I watched that video of you finding out that Shannon was pregnant, don't seem excited. You seem like kind of in shock and yeah, like oh fuck. Like well, it's, it's already complicated and now that Well it's like uh when we had talked about it like a couple weeks it happened that like with Bella it was like we almost gave up mm-hmm. trying. And she brought me like a supercharger from my car. And then with Cece, it was like we had to try and try and try. And then finally but with Nico it was you know once or twice, and then my tooth there was pregnant. That would happen. Yeah. And just like, it was more of like, surprise, scared, and like, wait, what? Like, we, we, just, like we, just, yeah. we just talked about this. <laughs> like, you know? You know, people have brought up the fact, like, oh, she she like pregnant before, like, you guys even talk about it. I'm just like, it's just not, it's not, no. But like, yeah, it was insanely fast. I give it that. Like, that's the only reason I ever gave that notion, like, even the moment of thought, because it was like, faster than any other time that you got there. You just don't seem happy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I haven't, like, I don't remember the video much. I know she's wearing, like, a oops, we get it again shirt, I think, and I was walking out of my cooler or something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, like, my actual, like, you're actually, like, watching the video, but, like, I could see, I could see her surprise to see, like, a it didn't seem like you were jumping for joy, but... Yeah, it didn't seem like that. Did you watch the one of the... When I found out about Cece? No. Oh, okay. Is it totally different? Yeah, it was... Yeah. Yeah, it was... Because uh, Bella was in the crib, and it had an addiction notice on the... Oh, I think you told me about it. Yeah, I never saw it, though. Yeah. I picked up Bella and spun her around, and uh, this time it was just me and she had, and she was in the kitchen. I don't know, like, I don't forget what date it was, maybe like June 3rd or 5th or 7th, I'm not sure, like, what date it was in the video, but maybe I already felt guilty about talking to Nikki at work. Yeah. Maybe, I, maybe that was going through my head. Is that the potential timing? Does that make sense? Okay. I don't remember the video, what date the video was, but I knew, like, I kind of met Nikki on, like, June 1st. I knew, like, the told me like afterwards. When you say met her, you mean like went on a date with her? No, no, I didn't go on a date with her until she went North Carolina. Oh, okay. Just like flirting and stuff? Yeah, I mean, there was natural flirting back, back and forth, and I was just like, I, I knew that, like, with that video timing, I probably just looked like I was like, felt guilty for even talking to my girl at work. And you probably did, right? Yeah. Did you guys fight before you and Shannon? I know you talked about like not really raising your voice and stuff. Was there? Cause I want to say, didn't a neighbor talk about them fighting and stuff? Yeah, but that was that was embellished and exaggerated. He retracted that. Oh, he ended yeah, up he doing that. Did you guys ever fight? Did you ever? Uh, have, was there any domestic violence in your house? Like, no, never. this is strange to us to Even have. Even from her to you, I mean. Yeah. She gets mad when she pregnant and grab the knife or no, like, smash his ear or smash you around or nothing? No, she's never like nothing. Okay. That's what makes all this even more hard to understand from not being a boy and nothing here to Yeah. Did she ever belittle you at all? Did you ever feel that way maybe? Well, that, did, you, did she ever make you feel like she belittled you or you felt belittled by her? I mean, there's always points like in a, in a marriage where like you know the dominant person like you know takes control of sure. everything, but like 
you know, I was my whole life I just kind of went with the flow. Like I never, I never like put myself in the center of attention. I didn't want to be. Yeah. I just kind of, I just wanted to be in the back row. If she did belittle me, I couldn't take a point. Take that point or time. She never really felt that way. No, I mean, I, I mean, I always knew I was like, you know, the introvert. She was the, you know, she took control of most situations. Like when people came over, like you know, I knew what I, how role was. Yeah. Like I watch videos of like, like cooking, or she'd make like power balls, or you know, or like uh, protein balls, or. Whatever. Yeah. You just don't seem like you want to be in those videos. No. Like you feel, I feel like you were being forced to be in those videos. And correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah, that's I, what I, it seemed I, like I to hate, me. I hated being in those videos. I, hated, I mean, I did it because for her, because right. it was for, for her business and sure. stuff. But like it was, no, I, I, didn't, I hated just being out for yeah. everybody to see. That's why, like the whole like the gender reveal thing, I was just like. Mm. I, I didn't want it to be like some live Facebook video. I'm just like, no. <laughs> yeah. But like, I just, I never wanted to be out there. Yeah. I know, I'm like. Well, even when she was, cause we talked about this a lot, Sammy and I did. Even when it was, you know, I think it was Florida on some Lavelle or Thrive thing, and she's like, here we are, and it's all expenses paid. And I was like, I remember looking at you and thinking, like, he is not into this video right now. No, you don't look into any of the videos, I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't be either. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I remember you talking about, like, she would even post stuff for you. Like, oh, yeah. you're technically a salesman, too, of yeah, Lavelle, of yeah, Thrive. Like, she put me underneath her, and that, like, anything, like, any of my friends or stuff, like, anything I do would help her. Right. So it was just, you know, how it's in her pictures. Like, I, I should I take a picture with your patch? Like, okay. Send it to her, and then she'd make a post about it. She would. She eventually. She was like, "I need to take more control over like your business and stuff." I was like, "I don't know what to talk about." Right. Like if I wanted to talk about talk to somebody at the mall or at the pool or somebody about this, I just stumble all over my words and just like they'd be like, "Okay, bye." But no. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not She's she's. I mean, she could sell everything you're wearing back to you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you wouldn't even know it. Like, wait, I just paid. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's those videos are not me. I, just, I did it just, just to support her. You know, like she always say, "Oh." Could you tell her no? Could you say, "I don't want to be in that video," or was that an option? Probably not. I mean, it's like you know, she would have been like, "Oh, what? this is to you know help our family. This is for you know help this and that." You know? So I couldn't tell her no. I mean, it would just it would have made her mad. I would, I wouldn't even start that. It's because it's for the business, it's for the family. You know, I, I was just gonna try to help out her if I can. Did that actually make money? Mm-hmm. So not only just more sales, but it actually put money in your guys' pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She made probably probably in that last year, probably as much as I did on commission, basically. I mean, I know that's a simplified version of it, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, mm-hmm. they don't take taxes out on it, so yeah. right. That, that was like the good thing. I mean, they paid for your car. Mm-hmm. So, so they give you an allowance, for an allowance or something mm-hmm. to buy a car? Yep, let you, just, if you're a certain level, like a 12K or above, they give you a car allowance once a month. I'm not sure how they how they made money. 
owners doing that. But if they did, yeah. unless there's just like an insane market on the product, which I probably think there is. Probably is, yeah. I'm not sure how much, much it costs them to make it. Yeah. Did you feel like a different person wearing those patches? Especially like the the duo, the burn patch. I mean, it felt, I mean, like the Apple Watches. Like if you look on it, like when it tells you to exercise, it says I'm exercising like all day. Just my heart rate was like up. Oh. Just in those patches. Was it for caffeine or what? Uh, they just have something. They had something. I mean, I had, the black label ones, the, the longer black ones, they those had caffeine in them. But it never had that effect. I mean, the duo burn ones, the ones that are more of like the fat loss type, it was, I could, it felt like I was working out all day, even though I wasn't. Oh, were you tired? I mean, I know at some points, I, would, I mean, even Nikki said that, like, you know, I'd fall asleep on the couch, oh. on her couch, while I was talking to her, and then, like, pick back up like I was, like, I never knew I fell asleep. But mm. I don't know if it looked like some insomnia thing or what, but, like, I, was, huh. I wasn't too. We had a lot going on then. Yeah. yeah, that was the only patches I really felt like a real big difference on just because it felt like I like was working out all day. Mm-hmm. You don't feel like they changed your personality or anything like that though, or do you? I don't, I don't really know. I know I just felt different on those than any other patch. It was, but like I do just go longer and longer each day. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure, like, if that was probably, that was probably a bad thing. And I, I don't think I was probably sleeping more than three hours a night. So would you stay at, when Shannon was gone, would you stay with Nikki and then go home for, like, to get ready for work? Yeah, I'd just wake up at, like, 4, 4.30, go home and get ready for work and sleep. And then just work out when I got back home. Mm-hmm. What were the conversations with Nikki as far as um, at some point you guys were talking about her helping you find an apartment? So what did you guys talk about as far as your future together? That didn't really happen until like I got back from back from the beach. So I told her like I you know, I, I lied to her like, hey, you know, like I don't like I had talked to Shannon about getting a separation. And that talk hadn't happened yet. No, I mean, okay. it, it kind of like, not, I mean, she knew something was going on. Yeah. I mean, we, we weren't sleeping in the same room. And then she, she, you know, she even mentioned the fact, like, hey, you know, you know Colorado's 50, 50 state or something like that. And which, okay, like, I she looked it up. But, you know, that actual talk hadn't like, happened. Yeah. I, I was just like, I thought it was going to happen. Yeah. And so, in conversations with Nikki, and I get it. I mean, you're, you're telling her like the progress for the divorce is a little bit more than it was. Mm-hmm. And then, so what were you guys planning? So it was more of like um, she was going to help find an apartment that was affordable. This is kind of just around like Brighton or maybe East Coast of Oregon, like you know, for Lufkin or something around there. That's kind of like where my area was. Mm-hmm. Did you talk about moving in with her? She, did, she didn't want that. She didn't want that. Would no. you have done that if she would have been cool with that? Uh, I've been both since then. I would have thought it was just, you know, we'd only been really seeing each other like almost like a month or maybe just talking about two months. That would really. But she, she called her house, like her apartment, like her, I don't know, like her 
kind of like a shield or kind of like her, she has another word for it, but... Like her safe place? Yeah, like a safe mm-hmm. place or something like that. And she said, like, you know, people like to invade it, but that's why she always let me come over, because she said she felt like it was, I was fine, like her dog liked me and everything, like she said, hey, you know, just should be belong here type thing, you know, okay. So you and Shannon, did you, did you and talk about selling the house? Or at what point did you discussion yeah, yeah, she had sent an email about Dan about like how we would go about like selling the house. Yeah. And I think Dan told her about, you know, get like Dan was always about getting pre approved. Just like, you know, like if you're gonna sell your house, get pre approved for like another house so it's like, you know, much faster. Yeah, so quickly transition from one to the other. When did that happen? Remember? I think it was either right before we left. No, that happened been like First week of August, somewhere around there. I think she may have contacted her. Okay. So the plan was maybe to buy a house. I think he told me in Brighton, the thing about buying a house in Brighton. Yeah, just like, she she like that, uh, that Adams 12 mm-hmm. school system or something. Yeah. So, yeah. I, think, I think that's what Brighton is done. Yeah. What were you thinking about when you called that the school that day, on Monday? I, I was freaking out. I didn't know, like, I was thinking in my head, like, what I just did, what I just done, and I didn't know, like, it was, it was, it was stupid to do anything. Just, I mean, to call the school, to call Ann, to call anybody. I mean, they were right to be, you know, suspicious about anything. Like, I knew I, I probably sounded eccentric on the phone and out of, out of sorts. I don't even know what they were thinking. They heard me. I think they thought it was weird, but I don't know how you would not sound weird, you know, like you said. So, so are you 100% sure the girls were still around and alive when you drove out? Okay. So that's completely accurate. There's nothing, nothing else about that. There. Maybe I can go. Okay. Where did the blanket go? Either probably in the trash or something. In the trash? It wasn't like, it was still in my truck. Okay. We thought we saw some GPS where you had stopped by near a construction uh, roll-off dumpster. Is that true or? I think, yeah, I think that's like, I dumped my clothes in there. So was that one down way back to the house? Yeah. My neighborhood. Yeah. When Officer Coon out was there. Okay. Is it one of those red construction dumpsters? More than likely. Did you pack new clothes? How did that work? I already have some in there, just like in case they had like a spill or something. Oh. Yeah. You ever get crew oil on you? You know. Yeah, I had, I had like I have like new, I have like two pairs of boots, uh, all kinds of different stuff in there, just because like. I just one time I had to kind of spill and I had defrost on and I had like a headache for like two weeks because oh. like the crude oil that comes with that. So I always have something on that. So where did you keep them after you took them off? Like did you just change out there with your new other clothes? Uh, so like, I, I found my clothes in that dumpster. But wasn't that on the way back when you were coming? Like you had already worked the whole day, yeah. right? Yeah, I'd worked no. well, work like till like 11 or so. Yeah. So that was bad when... Well, when Nicole Atkinson 
Yeah, when she was at yeah, she my was house, sitting in the doorbell, that's what I knew when I was at the house. Right. Did you think right then, like, oh, fuck, like, here we go? Or what were you thinking about? I, I didn't know why she was there. I was like, I didn't know, like, maybe maybe she had an appointment or something that she knew. I didn't know. What did you think, like, that day, like, what you were going to say? Like, what was your plan? Were you just going to go home and be like, report to the police that your family's gone? I, or? I like, once, I had no idea what was going to happen. Like, after everything, I mean, I don't even know how I was even acting, even normal to people that was around. Because when, like, Troy and Cody and Chad and Melissa and all them, like, you know, when they showed up on the site, I don't even know how I was even being somewhat even coherent what I was saying, but apparently understood me. So I, I didn't know what was going to happen. Like I said, I, this wasn't like something like some criminal minds. I, like well thought yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't nothing like that. You just get back at it at that point. Yeah, it was, I had no idea what was going on. Once the girls were, were gone, um, was it also just a minute-by-minute minute thing as far as the oil tanks? Yeah, I didn't know what, what to do. I mean, I, just thinking about an oil tank just makes me want to throw up. And was that just because it was in front of you and there it was and it just presented itself? It wasn't a, a plan beforehand? Okay. Was there any reason why the separate ones? No, it's like you said, it was like a going up, going up the stairs, and it didn't. No, like what Frank said, it's like I was trying to separate everybody. That's not. No, no, yeah. I didn't want to separate anybody. What was the reason? I, I, I can't even tell you. It's like, like I said, like someone else was in control of what I was doing, and it was like I was doing something I never thought I would ever do in my life. Did you think there would be less chance of someone finding them if they were in separate tanks? Or? I don't know. Whatever my reason was in my head that day, it wasn't sound. Was nothing was right. And you don't even remember thinking about it? No, it was just like it was like a reaction of something that I wasn't even thinking about. Yeah. Can you talk about the trash bags? Do you remember that? Oh, with the... With the two? Oh, with... Okay. Yeah, it's trying to... Because, like, the sheet kept... I didn't want to... Like, when, when I was putting... The one coherent, I guess, thing I had, like, I didn't want the girls looking at Shanann while they were in the backseat. Mm. So what'd you do? put a trash bag on one end and on her feet and on her head so they didn't have to see. Yeah. And they were just too little to kind of figure out, right? Yeah, they didn't Okay. That's good. I just know, like, when I was driving up there, you know, you know, they were just, you know, sitting there just, you know, kind of asleep or kind of just, like, you know, holding on to each other, laying in each other's laps. You know, I, I didn't... Do you remember having any thoughts or thinking about why not just putting them all together with your name? It was just happening so fast. I had no time to really have a thought. That was my own. 
Okay. So I wasn't like dutifully trying to separate anybody from passing away, trying to keep anybody separate. And everything, everything, you know, Frank Sandy and Frank said, you know, like I, I, I don't hold it against them, I and mean, they can hate me for. They, they have a right to hate me for the rest of their lives. They don't. They don't. In fact, while we're on the subject, I, I speak with them weekly, and, and I told them that we were going to come here, and then hopefully they would speak with us. And they told me to tell you, understandably, they're, you know, they're devastated. Uh, but they actually said that they, they love you. They still love you. And, and Sandy explained it, you know, he's... He's our son, son-in-law, for eight years. I can't just turn that off. So they don't hate you. They don't. That's amazing to hear that. Yeah. Well, and I can tell you, Sandy was 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 the one that was most resistant to penalties in this case. And she said that. She told me that from the very beginning. Um, but she didn't want that. It's God's decision. It's not her decision. And then she told me that even then. So it's not just a one-time thing that she has said it to me. Um, it's been over the whole course of the event. So um, that's probably one of the most honest things someone's ever told me. You know? So it's, it's pretty amazing. Faith is, she's obviously a believer. So am I. I get it. So I understand it. That's amazing to hear that. Yes. Good people. I would have thought I figured they would have hated me for. They don't. I mean, yeah, anybody would think that. I certainly would have, but I, I have to admit, I was surprised. Really taken back by that, but they don't. What did they say when they knew you were coming out here? Um, they just they said they want to know, you know, details because they need closure. And that's really all they want. And, and they want to keep it private. And I said, well, absolutely. We'll talk to them about what you told us. And just so they can put it past them. Because uh, they're having a hard time dealing with it and trying to get past it all. And, um, and I think that may help. Just to make sure no. Closures, no. My parents still think, you know, like, I've, I've told them I've played guilty for a reason. Right. right. And like I told it to them when they had that uh, video video phone thing in Colorado the day before, like I played guilty for like guilty for a reason. Like I didn't just, you know, I knew other people were watching. But I didn't just go in like just say anything. Mm-hmm. Like they seemed to take it and okay. Mm-hmm. What made you do that, Chris? What made you plead guilty? I didn't want anybody else to. I didn't want them to go through this for two or four years. I didn't want my attorneys to lie for me for four for two or four years. Like they, I mean, they would have done anything I told them to do. Sure. That's what they're. I don't see how they can do that. Like you know, that's what attorneys do. You know, like they take their defendant and they say like what happened. Okay, we'll go with that story. Like I told them everything I just told you guys, and it's just like. They just and they got together like well you know if, if they ever wanted they ever offered a plea deal would you ever want to like just do guilty to them like yeah I mean if, if we can end this end it like I was like in September I told them that 
you know, they like, but you know, it was way too early, and prosecution was still doing their. This guy used to grab an evidence and all kinds of stuff, and that wasn't even on the table. So I think it was in, like around Halloween. Mm-hmm. I think that's when the the prosecution went to went to Frank and Sandy, Frankie's house, and it's talking like if we can end this, would you be open to that? And that's when like you know like the whole death penalty and everything, all that right. conversation happened. And uh, I guess they were surprised that it, it, it would just be over. Yeah. And we were all in shock. You know, like. Yeah, it was like. It's like we were going 100 miles an hour, and then we just hit a brick wall. Like that's what it felt like to all of us. So I mean, obviously you had more time to. Yeah, I mean, I, I contemplate mean, it. Than yeah, us. I was. I, I mean, I told I told John and Kate and Sophia and everybody, Amy, hey, it's, it's, if we can just stop this, and like, I know it's you know everybody's telling me to fight fight this. You know, there's no like, there's like uh, everybody's saying there's like not enough evidence to such and this this and that. I'm just like, no, I'm just. Like, I don't want people to have to, for Frank and everybody to have to fly back to Colorado every single time and get reminded of this, like, I'm not sure, it's never going to go away, but to actually have to come and talk about it, have other people talk about it, have, you know, all three of you get on the witness witness stand and say, you know, what they saw, what they've seen, you know, what what they they heard on tapes and everything like that. It's just like, I don't want people to do that over and over and over again for for years, like if I could just end this for everybody, and then like there's any closure at all, they could, you know, they could start then instead of like 2022. But you know, like I'll add things like, so I know it'd only get worse for everybody. So did it have anything to do with you not having the death penalty? No, like, I mean honestly, like when I was sitting in that cell, I felt like I should die. I mean, I was listening to everybody telling me, like, hey, if you do this and this, you can hang yourself in that cell. You could do this and that. You, you they were, like, telling you stuff. Yeah, like, you could drown yourself in the toilet if you wanted to fill your toilet bowl up or something like that. It was, um, they've been there a bunch of times. And, like, you know, I was, at one point, I was listening to them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, you know, I just felt like maybe, I could, maybe there's a different purpose for me somewhere. You know, maybe it's here. I don't know. Like I prayed to God every day that He would move me away from Colorado, like He moved me away from like the DOC there, because I just knew like they were saying there was a hit on me. <laughs> I said if I was going to a DOC in Colorado, like I'd last a week and I'd be there. Because like the gangs and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So like I just felt like God moved me here for a reason, and I, you know, hopefully I can help people that way. But like I didn't want my family, I didn't want my family, and all our friends, like you know having to go through that because after a while I knew it was like this stuff was everywhere and I knew like all her five friends everybody it was just like it would just it would just broke just that hole in their heart just a little bit bigger every time I didn't want that I knew it would have gotten worse I didn't want it, I didn't want it to get any worse than it already was did you think about boy you know it could be very believable, what I told him, it could be very believable that Shanann did, you know, end the girls. So maybe if I tried to convince people that, maybe if I fought with my attorneys on that, maybe I could lessen it somehow. Have you ever think about that? Honestly, I've never even thought about the story until you guys mentioned it. Yeah. Okay. 
I wondered. I never thought about it until you guys mentioned it. So what did you think about it once it got mentioned? It's just like I just went with it. I didn't like, you know, I knew my dad was out there. I knew it was like, you know, I knew they would probably believe it because, you know, my mom and my sister just never really liked shit there. And I knew it like, you know, through all this, like I got letters from some of my friends that even said, you know, you know, when we went over to your house, like you see, you know, more of a dominant personality and more of like, you know, you know, you're always helping with the kids and everything. You just you know, you're a great dad and everything. You can see, you know, a couple things that I never saw or you know whatnot. And even my best friend Mark, you can say, you know, there's always you know, something. You know, I didn't really get much from that. I was like, nobody ever told me any of this stuff, but okay. But yeah, it was. I never thought about that story, and you know. That's what my turn for going with. And then, like, I think it was probably the second week I told them, like, what really happened. What did they say after that? They were quiet. They were writing it down. They were, they, they said they wouldn't judge me. So I told them. I told them everything that happened. And they, you know, Appreciate it, like, I guess, you know, most of the time, you know, they're defendant or they're, you know, don't, like, tell them actually what happened. No. Yeah. They just, you know, tell them, all right, get, get me off, get me out of here. This is what happened. But I told them what happened. I, I didn't want them going, if this was going to go, like, anywhere in the courts, I didn't want them to be under a false pretense and, like, get surprised. So I know, like, there was probably things that you guys probably knew that, Maybe if I if I just kept if I lied to them and just tell them no, this, this is what happened, that it would have like make them look you know foolish and stupid and just like you know unprepared and I'm just like this is what happened, and they you know they appreciated me telling me telling them that so now they they would be prepared and that's when they were saying like you know if if it was ever you know if we ever went to them the prosecution and say if we could end this would I be open to it I'm like. I know there was like, um, wasn't her phone found on the couch or in between the couch cushions? Like, did you plant all that stuff? I just threw it in there. You just threw it in yeah, there? I, I, why, I was, why did you do that? I, I don't know what was going on that morning. Like, even like, you know, her watch, her phone, like, I, you know, if I was actually, like, if I'd planned this, I would probably just take it out to the field or something, you know? Mm-hmm. But, what about her ring and stuff? What were you thinking about that? It's like, you know, maybe she wanted. Maybe she actually really wanted a divorce. Maybe she didn't want to fix it. She took it on the counter. She took it off? Or did I, you I, take I, it off? I took it off. Okay. Oh, so that would look like she was saying, I want a divorce. I'm leaving it here when I'm taking off. I see. So the phone and her watch and the couch, was that that morning before you left to go to service? Okay. That's, I think, uh, Nicole's son. Yeah. What other things did you do that maybe we even missed? I got through the therapy books you wanted me to read in the trash. That was that morning? That was probably, I think so. Were you trying to make it look like she threw it in the trash? I don't, I don't know. I just, like, oh. I, I just didn't think it was, nothing was ever going to work again. So I didn't know what was going on. Did you go down to the basement? I had the basement door open. Yeah, the door is open, but 
Yeah. So there was a lot of movement. I think it was around 426 or something. The garage door opening, the basement door opening, and then of course the living room sensors and all. Do you remember what you were doing all during that time? Other than you had a lot of steps. I'll just say that. Okay. <laughs> so like the basement, I'm not sure. I mean, the only thing I really have down there is my workout. Do you remember going down there for anything or opening that door for anything? Did you think about, well, maybe I'll take her out that way or mm-hmm. is it a walkout basement? No. Or it wasn't at your house. Okay. No, I think I'd go in the basement. So. Okay. But now I don't remember the place. I'm, what's that? I don't think it worked out that morning. Like, were you packing your lunch in the kitchen? Like, did you oh, yeah. do all that normal yeah. stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did. I packed the lunch and everything. Did all that, though. I don't remember about the basement. Unless I just worked out that morning, I just don't remember. I don't think I did. So one of the more... Unless there was a trash bag down there, you know? Yeah, you got trash bags somewhere? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe there wasn't even a garage. I went down there and got one. Do you normally carry a roll of trash bags in your truck? No. So there was a roll in the truck. It was, yeah. I mean, maybe I just grabbed it and brought it with me. That would have been kept in the basement, maybe? Or the basement or the garage. Or the garage. I'm sorry, what were you saying, guys? Um, one of the more kind of poignant or tender moments in all of this was um, seeing you with your dad when he came in. What was it like when you picked him up at the airport? It was, it was very strange. It was, it was kind of like I almost knew this probably the last time I'd ever see him on the outside. In my head, I knew that. Yeah. What did you guys talk about? Honestly, like, he just wanted to talk about sports. He just wanted, he just, like, you know, he, he's always kind of, like, you know, distanced himself from, like, uh, like a problem. Kind of thing like you know when like if there's ever an issue or anything like that he always want to talk about like just bring up like when I was trying to get him to quit smoking like all the time like just after like I graduated high school and whatnot he would are you talking about cigarettes yeah mm-hmm. and uh, he would always like just change stuff He's like oh you never have a race uh, football or something I mean he, he just never wanted like you know he said okay oh, yeah I'll, I'll get to it and he was boom something else. And, you know, I just kind of felt like it was kind of like that, you know, like he, he asked, maybe asked like a few questions, like, you know, do you know where they're at, and do you, do you think, you know, think you know where they're at, or anything like that, and I no. And then, like, I just started talking about, just want to talk about scores and just, like, normal, normal things, and just kind of, I'm not sure if he maybe knew anything, you know, maybe he kind of figured out something maybe happened, just wanted to talk to me about his son. Is it possible he saw that you were in a special situation and wanted to do what he always did? Yeah. Make things comfortable. I think that was a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. I bet you picked up a lot of that from him. Yeah, because uh, in stressful situations, like, I, I mean, the gray hair didn't show it, but, like, I, I try not to be in stress. <laughs> but, you know, it's, like, you know, I worked on cars, there was a lot of stress. It's always, you know, it's on commission. You know, you get paid what you do, not by showing up. So, you know, that darker was a little less stressful. You know, I got paid just to be there. 
Was your dad's marriage like yours and Shanann's marriage as far as like your dad was the more passive one and your mom was the more aggressive one? Was she like Shanann in a way? I mean, were you attracted to Shanann because she was kind of like how your mom and dad's relationship was? Or? It was like, it, it almost mirrored like her mom and dad's relationship, honestly, because her dad's like my dad. They're both like kind of calm and cool. Mm-hmm. Like, right? I could see that, yeah. And her mom is very... Sandy rules that roost. Oh, yeah. 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 Very. And it's just like, you know, I, I, I kind of related it to that. Because mm-hmm. like, her mom always said like, she she always told Shanann that she would marry somebody else kind of like her dad. I felt like I was kind of like a dad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't like, like, you know, I couldn't build a lot of things he could, but, you know, our personalities were kind of like, you know, I was always, you know, I think he really liked me the first time he met me because, like, I was um, helping, helping Shan with this. Uh, she had got this car from the dealership that she, had worked, that she had worked at, and she was driving around and felt like, you know, the wheels would fall off. And uh, I pulled over where her dad was, and I was, I got him, he jacked it up, and I was like, you know, trying to fix everything. He's saying, like, any other guy she'd ever dated would have just, like, stood by and watched me do it. And so, like, that's when he really, like, kind of, kind of like me. It's like, I was, I was always wanting to help people, not to, not to hurt anybody. Well, and you helped her all through a little bit, and you're at the colonoscopy, yeah. and you're jacking up the car. And yeah, I, I mean, any time she had an issue with, like, the car at the Dirty South Custom, like, I was just out to work and see what I could do with it. You know, I would just do whatever I could to help. Yeah. Well, I think one of the reasons Frank and Sandy work so well is because Frank let Sandy be Sandy. Yeah. And they probably both <laughs> saw in you that you let Sandy be Sandy. Yeah, I just, like, you know, I didn't, I didn't try to change her. Right. Like, I just let her be, you know, who she is. Yeah. She's like, no, she's young hope. She's like, you know, she knows what she wants. She can go get it. Yeah. And I didn't say, hey, you know, you can't do that. And that's what her first husband did. Yeah. She, he controlled everything. He, he tried to be Sandy. And it didn't work. And she, and she turned into almost like me. She was like, she just kind of like, like played back and just kind of like let him do what he was doing. And I think she learned after that that she could just be herself. And with me, she could definitely be herself. Yeah. And so that's how it worked. So do you think your dad had any inkling? Because I'm trying to remember the timing. He showed up, and you were still walking around. You weren't in any trouble yet when Ronnie came in. Yeah, I, was, I had met with dude in that for like three or four hours. And then I was at Nick and Amanda's house. Okay. And that's when I went to go pick him up. Okay. And you picked him up. It was early that morning, right? Yeah, it was like 10.30 when his flight came in. Okay. And then so from there, I... You guys probably drove home and then to the police station. Yep. And the, the talks there were no type of confession from you. Okay. No, it was like, you're just, just going to wait. Okay. I told him, like, you know, you know, we just did, like, that barbecue joint down the street. Yeah. And, like, you know, it's good. And just, you know, he told me he never left. He didn't. I wasn't lying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's faithful. And he was... Yeah. I mean, I don't know how he lasted that long without food. We ended up giving him food. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Um, and the reason I ask is because when I look back and watch the video, um, now knowing what I know after talking to you today, I can see how genuine he was. But I just didn't know if you guys had come up with some sort of plan. Okay. No, he, he, he never talked about it. Okay. Uh, I don't, I, if I had told him anything, he would have probably told me to tell him right away. I think you're right. 
Like, he would have still loved me either, either way, but he would have told me he needed to tell me, yeah. like right now. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I didn't think I was going to be there for 14 or how long it was, like 10 hours or something like that. You were there a long time. Yeah, but it was, he would have told me just to say, just to tell you. Yeah. Did you know walking in there that you were going to tell us? Or did you think? I didn't, I mean, I knew there was a reason you brought me back in. I know it was for the, um. thing about the polygraph? That was horrible. <laughs> Why do you say that? I don't know how you do that. Why do you say that? Because <laughs> Tammy's a torturer. I am not. No, like, I mean, tell you, me. you answered, you know, you asked me questions for like, well, like three or four hours beforehand and then you do the polygraph and it's like you just break down somebody's brain to where like, too like, much or what? <laughs> Jello, and it's just like I, I know it's it's you guys have a job and you have a plan and that's you execute it. But you're thorough, right? There's yeah. just no there's yeah. no way to get out of there without the truth. No, I mean I I kind of knew like where cause right when I he asked me about like Saturday night the, when I told you about the rocking I was like man she was like going through it. Well, we did know, we found out about Nikki right before the polygraph. I, I, I figured that out after after meeting with John and everybody that yeah. she had met with somebody from the CBI, mm-hmm. like, the, like on the 14th or the 15th. I was just like, they were talking, oh, okay. So you are so, but. I mean, I didn't know how extensive it was, but yes, we, we knew. Yeah, I, I mean, I... Walking in there that day, just walking into that room, I knew I wasn't walking out. Yeah. Just, just the feeling I had walking in that room. Yeah. Just seeing all, I mean, I don't remember if the polygraph stuff was already in there. I think it was. It but, was, yeah. But it was, I knew I was. I just felt, I just feel like sometimes when people, you know, do do the bad thing and they stay, like, some part of me thinks, well, I think they're here because they really want to tell us what happened. Because it's not normal that you want to keep all that in. Like, that just kills people on the inside. And I could tell it was killing you that day. Yeah, I mean, it was like that. Thirteen when I slept in the house, I didn't, I didn't know anything. I slept maybe like two hours. But I just finally just got so tired. I just fell asleep. I had every light on. I didn't. I, nothing felt right. What were you thinking about during your media interviews? I didn't want to do it. Why did you do it? Did you feel like you had to do it? I felt like, you know, they would have just kept knocking on my door if, until I answered it. And, like, I didn't even set it up, but, you know, Nicole Atkinson set it up. She told me, hey, Fox is going to set it up. She said, Fox is going to be at your house at 10.30. I'm like, what? Okay. And, you know, I think I even called, even called you about it, like, what do you recommend that I do? And she's like, you I'm like okay and I called one of her friends you know what should I do and uh, she said I probably wouldn't do it but I just felt like you know, I, I don't even want to know what I said what I looked like on there because I knew it some people said it just, it just made it look even worse after the fact but it, it didn't look good I, I mean obviously we can't say, oh, we knew right then he was lying, but I think we all watched it together and went, this might be bad. I had that feeling after I watched it. I could kind of see it in his face. It's like I was just lying to more and more people, and it's just like, I 
Do you have internet access here? No. So you don't, don't get into that trap of putting in watching what all trap? that. Oh. The, the social media trap and all that. No, they don't. They don't let you have social media. I think some of the GP guys are getting like these little like tablets or something that are like, you know, besides like a older iPhone or something. Mm. I think they can just like emails on that. I'm not sure about like social media. No, no, definitely no social media. But like, I'm not sure about internet or not. But mm -hmm. this place is kind of like, you know, like dead zone five or something like this. Okay. I don't know. We're getting service, which is weird. Yeah. I didn't think we would. Right here. Yeah, right. Maybe this, right. Maybe this is kind of like a hub of yeah. computers. <laughs> yeah, that's it's true. It's a spot. Yeah. Computer room, you would hope they'd have some. Did you talk to um, Nikki afterwards? After all this happened? On the 13th and 14th. What, what was that conversation like? It was the 13th. It's kind of like, you know, it was more text. And then maybe a phone call, like a phone call. And then she was just, she thought maybe she had like took off with the kids, like just you know, because I thought I was telling her I didn't know where they were and all that. And then the 14th, like, she kind of like, I think she kind of thought something may have happened if they had to come back. Why do you say that she might have thought that? Her, you know, she kept asking me like weird questions like she kept asking like questions that only I would know but she was testing to see if like it was actually me on the phone like what do you mean like she would ask like you know like what's my dog's name or like what do I like uh what yoga studio do I go to or something like that she just like hmm like I just answer like like I'm and then like another thing about I'm sure I'm not sure if this is you like okay. I is this through text or is this through calls? Yes. Oh, okay. So she wasn't hearing your voice. Okay. Yeah. Is it possible she thought you'd been arrested and we were on the phone? Either Shanann had my phone or somebody else had her phone. Or like maybe, you know, maybe, it was, maybe she thought it was. Yeah. Well, hopefully Shanann would know all the answers to those questions, right? No, no, no. This is like Nikki asking me. Yeah, but um, she's asking you your name, your dog, and what yoga studio, and yeah. like, wouldn't you? Well, she, she, maybe she thought, you know, maybe I was with Shannon, that she was just trying to find out who she was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like some, some of the some of the conversations, like on the 14th, got a little weird. I think that's when she met with the FBI or something, or FBI, I'm not sure who she met with her. So she talked to you after she met with? No. Oh, that was like She told me, like, this is the last time you'll probably hear from me. I'm going to stay at my friend Yim's place. Oh, this is all going on. You should not contact her until this is, this is done. She told me to delete everything. I didn't delete everything. I was, okay. I'm not sure why I didn't delete everything, but probably helped you guys out a little bit. But. She told you to, to delete everything? Delete all conversations. Did she tell you why? She said delete it. I don't think you can ever delete a text message. We're pretty good at getting deleted text messages. Did, uh, when your dad came in, one of the first things you guys talked about, he said, you know, kind of finally I cheered on her. You know, I'm it's not. Your dad didn't know until that time? No, they had, when I was in North Carolina, all these six months, I spent most of the day with my parents and my sister and everybody. You know, they had, uh, I had told them, like, something like, you know, this I don't think this is going to work. Like, or 
with what happened with the, the nuts and everything, and they're not being able to see the kids. They're like, you know, this is the first time they had talked to me, and pretty much. Oh, because you went three weeks or something, right? Yeah, because Shannon told me to call him while I was in at the beach just to smooth everything out, because she was like, all right, whatever's going on in your head, you need to fix this. But she didn't want me to, she didn't want the kids to see him. She didn't want to see him. And then, like, when I did see him on August 6th, it was after I went and saw him. my grandmother. She's in a, in a nursing home. And um, she still wouldn't let wouldn't go see my parents or anything like the kids. So I just told her to leave me there. And my dad had to pick me up and, you know, spent the whole day there. And I just, and they, they, they were, you know, they said they wanted to see the kids. They just don't know if they could ever, like, know, just forgive Shan for everything that happened that day. I guess, I mean, I'm not sure, like, everything that was said that day when they had that argument. But apparently it was, like, a knockdown, drag out, like, Bomb, and pretty hurtful things. Yeah, I guess so. And you know, they, they just don't know, like, if they could ever forgive her or not. And I just, like, I, I never told them about, like, you know, cheating on her, cheating on her. Like, they, they even asked me if there's somebody else. Oh, did they really? Yeah. So they could kind of say maybe something going on. Yeah, because Nikki was texting the entire time I was over there. Oh. So, like, Nikki kind of see, like, I was texting somebody. Mm-hmm. But it was like. She's the real problem all the way. That's the extreme side of it all the way to 
Well, there were these texts where she was infatuated, she was in love, she was saying how good Chris was in the sack, and maybe we should look at her more. You know, what would you say to those people? You know, she, she had her moments where I had to talk her, like, off the ledge kind of deal. What did that mean? Like, she, I guess after the fact, there was, like, videos of her that she was, like, recording herself because she was, like, bipolar or something. I never knew that. But there, it's like, and she would get worked up about nothing. She would just, like, she came to my house once because I think it was, like, July, July 4th. I, I didn't have to work that day. So I didn't like get up at like you know four o'clock and go home, and she had called me like ten times in a row, and I didn't hear it because I was sleeping. And I was just like, and she was pissed. She was pissed. She was pissed. And like I called her on outside like, where are you at? Like what? Are you doing? Like, I was like, I didn't have to work today. It's like if you called me at like you know five thirty. It's like the kids want to talk to you at seven thirty. And like like I was sleeping. She was like, and she just like. You know, like you know, like I don't know where you're at, and, and I went back inside. Told me like, I gotta go, and she was just like, okay, and you come back. And I thought about it. So wait a minute, you kind of lost me there. Were you at Nikki's place yeah. when Shanae called you? Yeah. Okay, and so you were sleeping in her bed. Yeah, because I wasn't going to work that day because I, okay. I didn't have to that day. Mm-hmm. Okay, first time I ever had off, and you know, she Shanae was pissed, and you know, kind of pissed Nikki off too that I just. That I left, but I think that's when she, uh, I called Nikki later and she was like, you know, like, she kind of realized that, you know, she'd always be like, you know, the second, you know, the second, she's like second fiddle. Yeah, sure. And because that's why I probably would come back that day. Because, you know, I, I don't want to be anywhere else when she calls. She was already pissed. So, you know, it was stuff like that where she would, real, like, she would go, she said she would go on, like, uh, websites and look at, like, Will our relationship work with somebody? Like, will a mistress work? Will a mistress turn into a relationship? That's what Nikki was looking at. Yeah. She would tell you that, or she told me. Okay. Yeah, she said that she would go on websites and look at stuff like that. Just to, I was like, why do you even look at stuff like that? She's like, I just want to see what other people have experienced. But like, so that confuses me though, because I thought earlier you were saying she thought you were heading toward a divorce. So why was she looking at herself as this a mistress? Was, this was later on. Oh. Like, you know, in, in August, like the first week of August, when I told her, like, you know, I had to have that talk with her about separation, uh-huh. that's when, like, she would start looking at, like, apartments and stuff. But, like, during our July relationship type thing there, oh, I see. that's when she was looking up, like, you know, you know it will actually work. work. Okay. She, oh. told, she told her friend Brittany about it, I guess, and Brittany told her not to do it, but she said she already made a decision. Okay. And so... Are those people absolutely wrong about Nikki? She wasn't asking you to get rid of your family? Are you sure? Okay. And no part of any of this was because she put it in your head or asked you to? Or never. I mean, this whole this whole relationship contributed to it. Sure. But she never, it never, she okay. didn't want to. I mean, was it ever like, I wish you didn't have kids, I want to have you know, kids of my own with you, like... Uh, she wants, I mean, she never knew if she wanted to have kids, but she said that, you know, at one point she said, I'd like to give you a son. What, did she know that Shanann was pregnant with a boy? No. Did she know Shanann was pregnant? No. And why is that? You just didn't tell her? I didn't know. Like, because we had met... But Shanann put that on Facebook. 
Like, how did she not see that? I don't know. Maybe she did. She just waited for me to tell her, or she put it out of her head. Can I ask you a question? A lot of people think you may be collecting it. Nico was actually doing that Shanann Mike. Shanann thought of that one. Yeah, I actually, I wanted to spell it like N-E-K-O. I thought it was like Nico that way. Mm-hmm. But she said N-I-C-O. And I thought it was like, it like Nico or something. Okay. Because Nico is, is more of like an Italian guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, and like, she did leave for, you know, my middle name and my dad and all that. But like, Nico, it's like, that's the name that she always liked. Okay. Did she name all the kids? She knew Bella and Celeste? Yeah, Bella, because the Italian is beautiful. Marie, mom's middle name. Celeste is her grandmother's name. Catherine's grandmother. Did you have any input in your names? I was like, if we have a third child, you know, I was going to, maybe we could have, like, Lee in the middle name. But, you know, like, you know, I knew, like, the girls' names. At least, you know, I, love, I love those names. So, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, with a, you know, yeah, we'll make names for him, like Bell and Bella Dean and CC, obviously. It's so, good, but yeah, Nico was. Yeah. Can we go back to the house on the 13th? So, um, at one point, right when you got back there, Coonrod was there, Officer Coonrod and Nicole was there, mm-hmm. and then you went in the house in here for about a minute or so before you let everybody in. Remember what you were doing in there at that time? No, I was. So I went into the garage, right. and then I ran around and I opened the front door. Yeah, opened the front door. For, did everybody come in through the garage or the front door? Everybody came through the front door. Yeah, so I came in, I went in through there, I came in, opened the front door, and I ran upstairs. And I just was like, I was looking around. Okay. Was that that's after everybody? Did you go around the house at all before you opened the front door? No, no I, didn't, I didn't run around. I stayed down the bottom, okay. the bottom floor, and then yeah. ran and opened the door. Yeah, okay. Then I ran upstairs and everybody else. And that's when Nicole's, Nicole's son was mm-hmm. on the phone and I was like, I was acting like I was walking to the house. Yeah. She didn't have her bra on. Was that normal that she was sleeping in a bra? Mm. Every once in a while. I mean, she just got home from the plane, so she didn't even take off her, her makeup or anything. Maybe she was just that tired. But normally, Oh, no. Did it not come off when you guys had sex? No. I don't think so. Sometimes she just, you know, just keeps her shirt on and she doesn't want me to do anything. Just like, she wants what she wants. <laughs> she knew what she wanted. That's what she wanted. Was yeah. it just missionary sex? Yeah. And when she, when she her final resting place, was that just naturally what she was wearing? You didn't change her or anything like that. Okay. Did you have to see any of that stuff? Pictures or anything? No. I asked not to. Okay. They said I could. I was like, no, I don't want. And I've prayed for those hazmat workers that I'm, I'm sure it was hazmat, right? I had to. You were part of it. Yeah. And like, we were all there. We were all there. I'm sorry. I, I never wanted to see it. I, I, I was about to have to be there. I, I don't. I don't. Never wanted to know what what the aftermath was. And they they, want, they said like you know if this ever got 
ever got like a preliminary hearing that I, I would have to see him just to be prepared and not have a reaction, an initial, or an initial reaction. But I was like, I don't want to. Do you feel like your lawyers were fair to you? Yeah, I mean, they were all, I mean, they were my only human contact, really. Yeah. They're, they're kind of like, almost like a guidance counselor, almost. Yeah. Did you feel like you were driving the bus, though, with your decisions? You yeah, made, I, mean, I was like, I, you know, there's a lot of things I didn't really know what was going on behind the scenes. Like, sure. maybe there's a lot of things they never told me. Like, you know, um, like stuff that came out, like, afterwards, like the whole... Nikki Kessinger article and then the post and all that kind of stuff. They told me like afterwards and everything, but it was. I always felt like anything I was telling them, they were there. They were going to do. Like the whole taking the plea deal and everything. I told them that's what I wanted to do. And they, you know, they, they asked me like, seems like a hundred times, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure? Like, once you sign this, like. Um, I guess like uh, up until sentencing, I had the time to like you know back out, but like they always, even before we walked into court, we're like, are you sure? So yeah, this is the okay. They, ne they never told me this is what you have to do. Mm -hmm. They always just said this is your decision. You know, like if you want to take this farther, we're you know. And John said he, he was right. He had all kinds of motions written and all kinds of stuff that were like really creative and because he'd never been in something like this before and he was ready to fight. And I was just like, I, I didn't want you to have to do that. Not for me, not for not for something that the story is not true. Mm -hmm. And it was, only, it was only God first. Mm -hmm. For everybody. For all three of you, for everybody that was involved in it. Are you still glad you did? Yeah, I, I mean... I never, I never thought I'd be in prison the rest of my life. Like I, I don't want people to have to keep going through this every day of their lives, knowing that you know there's a trial hanging over their head. Or I mean, if, if whatever and got that far, I don't know. Yeah. But like, I didn't want people to have to relive it every day. Yeah. Did they have to ever see the pictures? Did they say that again. Did they have to ever see the pictures? Frank and Sandy and all that? No. I don't remember. They saw some things. They didn't, they didn't see anything like that. Okay. Yeah. We shielded that. That's one thing. I just didn't want them to have to see anything or hear anybody talk about what any part of it. Or like, you know, any anybody bash their daughter, you know? Like anybody in the room, like, you know, they hear what, you know, some of my friends had a negative, you know, impact on her from her or like had a description of her that didn't that they didn't, didn't match, you know, something like that. I didn't want them to hear that either. But like, I didn't want them, like you know, anybody had to trash her memory. Like I wanted like them to know like she was you know she's a loving wife, she's beautiful, she always helped everybody else, all her friends, her Lucas Crown and everybody. I just want I, I don't I don't want anybody to take away what she did. We tried to get you to say that that night. I know, I know I but um, do you remember that? I remember. I just like. I know you obviously weren't ready to say I, that. I, I, I know. It's like, you know, like after my dad left, we both came in, like, all right, we got most of the story. Let's get to the, the true story. I'm just like, I just wanted to bang my head against the table. 
like me, and I think you do the right thing. And even though it's hard to hear, um, there's a lot of people who think the way you did. I think your whole life has been thinking of others except for one brief moment. You know, I think you really did think of others when you made that choice. So I can personally thank you, right? Because it, it would have been hard for the three of us to go through about this hard and for everyone else about that hard, right? Yeah, anybody that was family or friends, right? Been, you know, just technically hard for everybody. Yeah. So you haven't told your parents what happened? You just told them I'm pleading guilty for a reason? Yeah, I've told them, like, on the phone, even, because they, they're still... Uh, you should fight it. You should fight it. Uh, they've, they've got letters from, like, Australia, from England, I mean, of, like, the 35C in Colorado and stuff, so like, you know, improper counsel or something like that. Ineffective counsel. Ineffective counsel. And, um, I mean, some of the stuff they've, you know, they said about, you know, the dry patch, how it's not like FDA approved, how it can alter somebody's mind, like, um, uh, like, there, there was some kind of condition, but there's something else they call, like, CPSD, complex, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, something like that have been, like, some people from England have had it, it's like, uh, they've been in a, a Emotionally abusive relationship and so that. I mean, just like you know, some of the some of the little subjects they put in there, like yeah, I can relate to it, but like it doesn't make up for the fact what happened. But like they've they they got a lot of support from they got a lot of hate mail, a lot of phone calls, a lot of like you know stuff like that. I wish that never happened. But they you know they they get some support, which is good. But on the phone, they still think you know there's a chance I could get out. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to ever think your kid's going away forever. Yeah, you don't want to fathom it. They tell me to fight it, like, you know, you know they don't fight every day, but then they're on their bad days. Mm-hmm. They'll get a bad message or a bad letter, and then I'll just come to her back. Is that more your mom or your dad? My mom. She loses it a lot. Yeah. On the phone, my dad's usually trying to, you know, like, hey, don't talk about this stuff. You know, my mom would it's just gonna rile it's gonna rile you up and it's gonna make him go back to his cell and he's gonna just kinda think about that all night. Right. And that that's what happens a lot. Yeah. Would you ever want to know what you're telling us today? I'd rather just tell them myself. Yeah. So they're coming I think they're gonna try to make a video from like May or so. so they don't do they still think that Shanann killed them? They still believe that, even though I told them I play guilty for a reason, but they think that I was, their, their words, like, railroaded by police. Because yeah. they, you know, they felt like I, they, they pressured me to do it. And, uh, do you feel like that? No. No. no they, they asked me plenty of times. This is like, you know, they want they wanted to fight. Like, they were, if I said fight, they would have just, you know, yeah. gone. their gloves. Yeah. Went yeah. there and did it. You know? So, no, I, just, I can't have you do that. So, Chris, you care about others deeply. I can tell. You worry about others. Um, and I've asked you, you know, a bunch of times today, but you're not just telling us that you did it because you feel bad for Shannon's memory. You did it. Okay. I have to say, like, you know, after this is all over, you know, people would bring up, like, Oh my gosh, I bet you're going to find out that Chris, you know, used to torture animals and, you know, all this stuff. You can imagine, like, you know, hearing that 
someone's capable of that, what have they done in their past, those kinds of things. Can you think back to your past at all, like your childhood, and think about any other moments that maybe you felt the same rage? I mean, obviously you didn't do anything like that, but maybe you felt that rage and like what would have triggered that or anything like that. Not really. I mean, I was always like somebody that tried to coax people down, not to like if somebody wanted to fight somebody else. I didn't get in a fight like when I was in third grade, but it was like, you know, we rip each other's shirt and went crying. Mm-hmm. You know? It was like stupid. Mm-hmm. I was like, why did I, why did I do that? And like maybe that was like my only like bad thing I did in school. <laughs> so I can't think of Did you feel it on the inside, whether you didn't act it out? Like, did you feel like, like if someone bullied you at school or someone whatever, like, would it still be inside you? Like, did you feel like that even though you didn't actually act on it? Because I was always, you know, I never really talked to any people, so I never, I mean, people knew who I was, but they didn't really, I mean, I never really spoke to many people. That's why I never had a girlfriend in high school, I mean, I was always kind of like, under the radar. Did you feel like you had low self-esteem? Honestly, low self-esteem, it was just like, I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be part of like a group or a clique, I just like, you know, I had a couple friends that sat at the lunch table with them, and, or sat out, they called like the fish pond area, and, Still got there. I didn't really want a whole lot of friends. It was kind of like just close knit. And I just wasn't out there. I mean, not because people knew who I was, but it wasn't matter of like I was popular or anything. Can you attribute that to anything in your childhood? Why you were uh, like my that? sister was always the, the popular one. Uh-huh. She was more like my mom, like more like outgoing. And, like me and my grandma would always sit outside middle school waiting for her to come out and pick her up and she'd always be the last one out she'd talk to everybody in the home. And my grandma was always like, where's she at? Does she know where you But, you know, it's, I was just the opposite of her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, sometimes you have kids that are like the same and some of you have opposites. Me and my sister are completely opposite. Maybe I just drew on that, that I didn't want to be the popular one. I wanted to be just, you know, just a regular, regular guy. Mm-hmm. So there, there was not really like bullying or I gotta remember nobody ever really came up to me or wanted to fight me or never got made fun never nah, I mean I was I, mean, I had braces and I had like a bowl cut for a while I guess I could have made fun I think most kids did 80s and 90s are cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, the Jim Carrey cut with a pull on your head around but yeah it was, I don't think there was anything that would anything that would be pent up inside me from I know you talked about your dad having an addiction when I was talking to you. That was after I left. Uh, I left home. Was, that, was it cocaine or something? Or it, was, it was some type of powder. I'm not sure if that okay. was cocaine. How do you think that affected you? I don't think it affected me. At, uh, well, it did affect me, but it just didn't like take like, deep down. It didn't like, really hurt as much as I thought it would. It was kind of weird. Because of my thing that my mom and my sister told me, like when they talked to him about it, didn't seem register. Like I said, like he would just change subject, and like when I talked about it, he eventually, I mean, immediately changed subject. I was like, because they found like you know cuts on his like CDs and stuff where he was like you know like oh. separated and stuff like that. Because yeah. he, he had a cardio chip. I mean, find guys that do that kind of stuff all the time, I guess. But like, he was just coping with like. I never came back home, and just before I met Shannon, and it was just 
Did you feel guilty that he's now using drugs because he never came back home when he lost his kid? You know, I, just, I never really knew why he was doing it. I, after the fact, I knew it was because he was coping with that. But I never knew why he really actually turned to drugs. My mom thought he was having an affair because like, all this money was going somewhere else because of drugs. But like, I'm not myself. I never use drugs. So I always try to tell him, like, hey, like, what's going on? Like, why do, why do you need to use this? And just like, you could use this for a whole lot better, better things. You know, just don't throw your life away. I mean, like, because you can see in his face, like, you know, it's like eyes are like everything was getting, like, you know, like the blood through your face and like, and your skin was getting all loose and like you're losing a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. Nose was bleeding all the time and all kinds of stuff like that. And I was telling like, hey, you know, you smoke like every day of your life since you were like 15 or 16. You know, like, you know, I can't even stop that. Like, you just stop this. Right. And he, he put it away, I guess, pretty quick after I talked to him about it. You think you were closer to your dad than your mom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we, we always went to races together, and this, you know, he always turned my sports, uh, played a couple of school sports, right ball, all that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. Mom would come to sometimes, and my dad was always there. Always there. Yeah. Even if I wasn't playing, he'd just come there, just, just in case I can't win in there. Aww. So, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wondered if they hadn't visited because they didn't weren't ready to visit or if it was a money thing or you know like here the time or, off uh, yeah you like visit here yeah visit here well I just told him like well we can't down the snow these roads are packed yeah it's um I think it's like an hour either mass in the fourth whatever yep. way it is I told him like wait till springtime good guys yeah it, it was yesterday they didn't have money to get here they sold my full box uh, get some money to come out here. Okay. So, yeah, so they'll, they'll come out here and like, they said April, but I was like, you know, just maybe push it till June. They said they can not have a blizzard out here in April. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Lake effects, that's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how, are you, how are you doing mentally? I mean, the first time I was, when I first came, I, mean, I didn't know I was coming here. Obviously, I mean, I just, when I was at BRDC, like, I, was, I was there a week. Like the first day I got there, they put me through the ringer. Like I had like 11 tests to do, like 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 mental tests, like reading, math, all kinds of stuff. It's two harmonic he was, and then I just sat there the rest of the week. And then Sunday came along, and after dinner they said, all right, strip down and put this on. Okay, and then walked outside and put me in bed. And it's like okay. I had no idea what going on. And they were stopped in Sterling, which really freaked me out. So I was just like, I don't want to do this. Cause I heard so many horror stories about that place. And, mm-hmm. and uh, they just stopped producing the bathroom, and then we kept going. In the prison? Do they use the bathroom at the prison? Yeah, it was like at, a, at the watchtower outside. Oh. And uh, we went to Nebraska, sheriff's office there, and then another sheriff's office in Iowa. He was back in breakfast, and then got here. I asked him one, I talked to him once, I'm like, can you tell me, like, uh, from going? Like, just to destination state? He was like, I don't know. But it was like a, it was like one of those, like, transport vans, like, mm-hmm. where it was, like, just the middle where I was sitting there, and uh, I could see out the window, and I could see, like, they would put in an address each time, like, they had, like, four sets of addresses, each one they had to go to, they just would never tell me where we were going to end up. What was, what did they say your IQ was? I was like one, 
40, 35, something like that. Is that high? I don't even know what that is. Yeah, that's about average. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was coming back to high school for real. I'm like, yeah, a lot of a lot of word problems, a lot of like uh, geometry, a lot of like you know patterns. Like if this was moved this way, and then it was like like a series of them. Like all right, what's this going to be? Just a lot of a lot of stuff like that. But like the further like, further you got along, harder it got. It was just like it's like great. And it was like they give you this little take take that pen and take the little tube out in the middle, and that's where you're using to fill in your little. Oh. Little sand trunk sheets and everything. Probably go to high school again. Do you know how long you're going to be here? Neither do I, by the way. And do you know, are you going to get a job? I, yeah, if, if uh, since I'm staying, people, since I've got staff here, that you have to work. Oh. What's your job now? I don't have one yet. Okay. They haven't moved me out of the acceptance and evaluation. Assessment oh. evaluation. Time. You're still on that phase? Okay. And how long will that take? Well, right now, like, since I've been staffed here, I'm just waiting for you to move me over to a different unit. And are you in Ben uh, Pop right now? No. No, I'm in a unit. There's like 11 or 12 of us on there. There was like 22 when I first got there, but they've been transferred to the other prisons around. And what are the other guys like? They're, like, they're fine. Like, the first time, like, I sat out and ate, like, a breakfast or lunch when I was, I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, this hasn't happened, like, nonsense, you know, I just never happened. Yeah. Like, like I said, they walked, they walked the hallways down and I got moved to Colorado. Well, I heard that. Yeah. So it was like, you know, being next, like, right, like this, eating next to somebody, I was just like, you gonna like, take a sport and try to stab me or something, or what? But it's totally different here, I mean, People know who I am, but like they don't like you know run at me or jump at me or like. Apparently, they um, the guys that work here they they know that I guess other maxes are like need to lock down like 23, 22 hours a day. Oh, so then this is an all right place to be for like other max, for other max guys. Good. Uh, they said it's the best max for the worst medium. Oh. Because uh, if, if you're max, you're working, so you're you know out at your cell working, like you know if you're a clerk or if you're in the kitchen or if you're in the back area, you're doing something. Okay. But um, yeah, they said like if you get staff here, it'll be best for you. Plus, they said it's not as like crowded as some of the other places. Yeah. Pretty intense. Yeah. So like, I mean, I'm I'm going to the GP area. They just don't know when. And you think it'll be while you're here? Okay. Well, they, they said like uh, I guess it could take you know it takes a lot to get moved from max to median because in Colorado I was classified as minimum restrictive, mm-hmm. but with the charges that have been medium, but here it's on max and max. And what are the other guys important though? Know? Uh, they said most guys in here were like gangs, snitches, and uh, sex offenders, and mainly people that have 20 years. In the people who were in for a long time and who would otherwise have a pretty hard time at a jail yeah. for whatever they did, whether it be snitching or, or yeah, like, you know, children. Or, yeah, there, there's uh, some people from other states here as well. And, um, I guess there's a couple cops here too. Okay. Just, you know, just things have happened and they just don't think it'd be better. It'd be a lot better if they're here and not in another group. Yeah. Okay. What kind of jobs are available? I mean, 
course, um, like, they'll, they'll probably have me in the kitchen, more than like, that's where everybody starts out, like, either washing dishes or, like, you know, putting food on the trays or helping you know, pots and pans, something like that. Mm -hmm. So they have, like, libraries, they have, like, you know, campuses, the PSU area, the psychic area, so they'll have, like, different guys doing clerk stuff around here. I mean, they, I didn't, they have over, like, 300 GP guys here that are, like, live here. So they have a job for every one of them. Wow. There's even a guy that shovels the sidewalks. Yeah, I saw him. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> Not here. Do you um, do you go to therapy? Do you have to a psychologist? There's, there's actually the one I trained, uh, like a Javier or something like that. She's uh, she seems like once a month. And she's actually from Aurora. Really? Yeah, it was weird. I walked in, I saw a Bronco flag. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, okay, who are you? But um, yeah, it's. So does she give you therapy? Or? No, she just like talks to me just to see if I need anything or like, like if I need psych meds or if I need anything like that, which I've declined all that stuff. But most people in my unit have meds. Just stuff. to have them or do you think they need them? Well, it's like a special management unit. Like they just put me on there to keep me away from GP. And like most people are either like just have like some type of medication they're on. But you don't take anything? No. They just keep me in there until security advisor says, you know, you can get moved to keep you down the hall. What kind of stuff like food and stuff do you miss the most from the outside? Food? Yeah. Well, I know from, you know, my last time in North Carolina, Bojangles, that was really good. I don't know if you, ever, if you guys ever go to North Carolina? No. Mm -hmm. barbecue. It's like it's chicken and biscuits. Mm -hmm. And that barbecue place down the street from the PD. Smokehouse? Yeah. George Boys? Yeah. Yeah, the Vernons, I miss that. And just, you know, you know, I miss dance cooking. That's for sure. Like her spaghetti sauce and fried pizza. Yeah. Fried pizza. I think I've heard of that. What is I that? I've never heard of that. <laughs> so her mom has, or I think it was her, her mom, her, her grandmother on her mom's side had this, like, pizza, this dope, uh, homemade dope you can make and uh, make up the dough. And she would make it up with Bella and stuff sometimes, like a little smaller one, but she would make a really big one. And then um, she would uh, put it in the oven, the bottom oven, and let it sit there for a couple hours, not with it on or anything, just let it rise. Mm -hmm. And then uh, once it's done, take it out, form it, throw the, keep the spaghetti sauce she has, and spread it around, and throw the mozzarella and pepperoni and put it on the oven 350. And mm -hmm. so what part of it is fried though? Well, they have some parts you call grill. You can put oh. on the, okay. Put it on the uh, stove too. Okay. It's really good. I mean, it's really thick. Yeah. So you got Apparently, we need this. Um, yeah. Sandy. <laughs> I've been working on that. Right? Yes. Write a note. Are you able to stay out of trouble here? Yeah. Uh, no. Nobody's getting any fights. Nobody's. You're not getting written up or anything. You're not getting. Okay. I try to keep a little profile here. I don't want to. Because they say if you get like two contact reports, they'll ship you out if you work here. Yeah. So another, to another location. Yeah. Oh, so then. Does that incentivize people to put their nose down? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I guess a couple guys got busted for having a cell phone. Oh. Like, how we got it in? No kidding. Yeah. Like, that still just baffles my mind how that stuff gets to... <laughs> I mean, they, they won't even let... Like, if somebody sent me a letter and it has, like, even... Like, someone sent me a Christmas card with glitter on it. Well, then they had it because it's glitter. Because, <laughs> like, it's contraband. So, like, yeah, I don't have people get cell phones. 
So what do you do with all these letters that are coming into you? Most of them, like, I just have like this, if somebody writes me once, I'll never write them, just because I don't know like, who they are, like, where they're from. I'll keep it. If it's, a, if it's like a weird letter, I'll shred that throw it away. If it's like a supportive letter, I'll keep it around just like you know, a supportive letter. And then like, like I've had some people like write me like a second, third time, but they've changed the way they talk or like they've said different things. Like there's like this this dude in like California that that wrote me. He was like a he's a senior in high school and wrote. He's like, okay, dude. I, I look at the name like, okay. shred it up, threw it away. He wrote me again like like two weeks ago. Totally different. Like never mentioned like his age, never mentioned studying so like hey, like I support you, I'm like all this, like that. Like if I didn't recognize his name, I wouldn't know like he was just an eighteen year old kid, senior trying to trying to just like probably just get information. Trying to, you know, because there's there's been like journalists and like mm-hmm. other people like like you can kinda of tell, like they ask a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. So I try to like take into effect who's writing me and like just not to respond like I've responded to a few people just because like either my parents have talked to them on the outside and then I kind of know okay it's a real person oh. but like there's some people that like it seems like they're just trying like to get help for themselves too like some people ask like you know like, like it's just for spiritual advice they're asking for spiritual yeah. advice from you yeah. yeah like you know if they're not asking about the case I'll write them back the asphalt case, I don't know about that. Okay. You think you'll be in love again? There's a lot of women out there that are in love with you. No. no. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm not the guy that's down the street or whatever it is. <laughs> I've heard enough about that guy. What, are you, what have you heard about him? He got engaged over a letter. He did, yeah. That, that's Pretty yeah, I don't see myself being whatever again. Do you have some ladies that are giving you a lot of, like, telling, telling you that they're in love with you and that kind of stuff? Well, I've had a couple letters that have been like, you know, I hear you get a lot of letters from, like, from lady friends that tell you all you need to know. I'm like, I don't get those letters. Trust me. Like, there's, I guess there was one letter in Colorado that someone sent me a picture of them in the key. And it's like went on from there. That was like the only letter I ever got. That was like that. But the press took it and just went with it. Yeah. Did you ever get a request from the press? Mm-hmm. And how does that work? Tear it up. Oh, you, so are you personally already planning? Well, I, I don't like, you know, kind of back. Would they allow you to talk with them? Mm-hmm. Would they allow them in here to talk with you? I don't know. Uh, I guess some patients have asked to come in here and talk to me, but they have told them no. Oh. But they're, uh, I've gotten letters from like, you know, Denver, like Denver stations and whatnot, and they talk to me. Mm-hmm. And then quotation marks off the record, I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Anything I write. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, yeah, I just tear it up, throw it away. Have you thought about like writing a book or anything like that? No, that's, you know, I've, nothing like that. My mom, my mom and dad have been no, My mom and dad are saying maybe you should like write down like how you feel or like you know how you've been dealing with this type thing. Just write it down and that would be my story. But I'm just like I'm not right. That's not me. You know, I've always been had a really 
crazy imagination. So like when I was a kid, like I even convinced my teacher I was going to I went to Japan over the summer for China or something. But she said, you know, like you, know, you should write down like you know your story, like how you cope with this. Why did you convince your teacher you had gone to another country? It was just like what you did over the summer, and I was like, yeah, oh, China. And started writing. <laughs> and she actually believed it. I, I was really convinced. Oh, you're a smart dude. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. My parent teacher conference said, so how's China? What? <laughs> nope. Earlier you were talking about how it's experience you're going to want to help people. What do you mean by that? So, like, like this a couple letters that I've gotten. Like, this one, this one girl, she's in, like, an abusive relationship, and she just can't find a relationship, like... God and like I've been I've read I never read the Bible before before all this like in well County I read it you know okay and the segregation hole there it was like that was the only book I got I said okay I, I read it cover to cover and I never thought I could being how how many pages are in the Bible but right. it stuck with me and like I've been reading it more and more here like I got a different version here I just been reading it and just writing down like. Couple scriptures a day, like to get my mom and dad. They've been like making a little journal and stuff like that. And my uncle Johnny and uh, his wife um, Martha, they're actually uh, missionaries, and um, and one of my cousins is actually as well. And they've been helping my mom and dad. And they've been they, they, they look at come up a couple of my letters, and they're 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 amazed at how like how mature I've gotten with like the Bible and everything the scripture and I just like one thing one gift that I did get was a good memory as far as like being able to memorize stuff right? and like that's what happened with cars and with the oil book and memorize acronyms like that and I've been memorizing a lot of different scripture I can just kind of like help people that way and just, like there's been inmates that have left my unit and went to a different place and have written me just asked like you know, can you give me a couple of scriptures to help me through this like do you know any I'm just I can help somebody out with. Yeah. That's cool. Do you guys go to school or anything? We don't have any else programs here. Oh, they don't. It's an accepted or evaluation prison, so they don't. This is, I think this is when they have the second class in there. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing they really have. Do you can go to that? No. <laughs> no, I, I always ask, like, why do people go in there? And they're like, you don't want to go in that class. <laughs> well, you stay with my class. Like okay, <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing they have here. But they have other, like that's like the map of the prisons they have here. Yeah, I was looking at that earlier. So oh, wow. they have a lot here. Yeah, like three right in this area. Yeah, there's around here. I was just amazed that when I one thing I did see out the window when I first there was like a neighborhood right next to the prison. Yeah, so just like that. Same thing. Yeah, weird. <laughs> It's like in Colorado, it's like they're all like out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, right. Okay. Let me see. Well, um, we might take a little break right now. Uh, I think it's almost time for you to eat lunch. Yeah. Like 20 about, minutes? Yeah. But like the polygraph. <laughs> Everything just like. <laughs> <laughs> Look up the time. I'm like, oh wow. This is four hours. Here we go. They might let us come back to you. There might be a couple more things you want to go over. Maybe that's something you're up for. Okay. And then the other thing is, we might be back in a month and a year and two years if you're up for it. 
Now that's way down the road, but I guess maybe in the back of your mind just think about that. And, um, I hope so far today has been all right for you. Yes, Honestly, when I walked in, I was just like, wait, I know these guys. I, know these guys. <laughs> I looked at you, I'm like, like that, that's not a counselor. That's, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. They're Colorado people. Because I was past that A&E sergeant. I was like, all right, who am I meeting? I'm like, oh, yeah. not the A&E sergeant. <laughs> yeah. So um, there's a possibility we might not make it back today. I just want to let you know, but yeah. we might. Um, so uh, we really appreciate you talking to us. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Like they would get cleared in Colorado. I think they just have so much. Yeah. Colorado just melts within a couple hours. Right. Here. Honestly, I haven't seen a melt here. Well, that's the thing. Everyone's yeah, houses piles. are just piled, you know, like, oh, it's the next snow when they just pile it on the garage. So it doesn't look like anything melts. No. <laughs> it's the problem. Do you guys go outside for rec or anything? Or? No, not when it's at the old pictures. Oh, you won't be out for a while. <laughs> no, they have like a rec, uh, like a little basketball court down the hall from where my unit is. So we get there about five days a week for like 40 minutes. Nice. So good chance to just get out and just run around a little bit. Just mm -hmm. stretch your legs a little bit. Yeah. Any weights or anything you can use? Yeah, there's some weights. No, we go with another unit and they're a uh, infirmary unit that go with, goes with us and most of them are like in wheelchairs and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So kind of like, I just like let them do. I don't want to get, like, get in the way. Just like let them like, they have like the pull downs and the, the right, lats and all that kind of road machine and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, but I think they have like a track or something like that you can run around uh, once we go outside. Mm -hmm. Colorado, they let you go outside. Like, I didn't go outside, but like at the DRDC, they just said, do you want to go outside? Let's go outside. That's cool. Fire <laughs> <laughs> beware. It was like, when you want to wreck today? You're like, no. <laughs> no, it's like, it's like 30 degrees outside. You can go outside if you want. But their, their version of rec was like they put you out on a little cage and just like kind of walk around for a little bit. Yeah. At the yard, you see. It was a little bit from there. Hey, if we don't want to come back, I just want to let you know I talked to your dad the other day. Okay. And, and just to get your property released to him. Oh, the phone? So yeah, okay. your phone and, and uh, what else? Wallet. Yeah, your wallet. Okay. Yeah, and we have some other things too. So. Okay. But I have to wait for the DA to release all that stuff. And okay. Red tape crap. Gotcha. Okay, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I know he wanted my phone. Just the yeah. pictures on that. That's what he said. 
I think I had that phone for like 26 games. So there's, there's a good amount on there. Yeah. If we don't make it back today, it's going to be because of some of their scheduling. It's not that we don't want to talk to you tomorrow. It's fine. There's more things we can't talk about. Okay. Um, but if we don't make it back, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, it's a holiday, so I figured they'd be pretty much open. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see many people walking through the hallways when I came down here. Usually there's a ton. Mm-hmm. Of visitors or what? No, just a ton of people. There's like workers walking up and down. Oh, it's pretty sparse. Yeah, it is sparse, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That was one thing I was shocked about when I walked around here. I was always used to seeing everybody in handcuffs walking around the hallways. Mm-hmm. Here. That is interesting, right? I thought the same thing. I couldn't tell who was who. Yeah, it's like you, can't necessarily you, got, you see the red tag, it's like an inmate, but it's somebody else works here. Oh. Or like somebody that's like actually civilian works here. So then you're not even shackled and handcuffed that often? I haven't been since I got here. You're kidding. Huh. I was, that's, that's why I was amazed. I was like, when the guy took me in the hallway, I was like, anything? No, just keep walking. Yeah. It's, that's, the, that's my side console saying, this is max that you forgot here. Like, no, it's like max or something. Hmm. It's just like, you know, if, if you if you want to act up, they'll put you in. use it. You'll learn those shackles back. Oh, yeah, they, they'll put you in handcuffs to get a hole. Yeah. yeah. And then they'll shit you out of here. They have a solitary here? Oh, yeah. They'll strap you out of the bed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can't move. Yeah. A reminder of, yeah, you can hate, right? Yeah, it's like, don't, not that don't, you need it, don't pass food, don't pass anything that's not yours. Do you get a violent commissary and stuff? Mm-hmm. It's different here. It's a it's like a bubble sheet instead of like Colorado is like a little little touch screen you do. Uh-huh. But here it's like a little scantron. You send it off to like Missouri. I mean, it's, it's the same company, but it's the it just takes longer to get here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I just like what kind of stuff can you buy? Uh, like ramen soup and peanut butter and uh, oatmeal, like lemonade mix, stuff like that. I usually just get the, the oatmeal on the street. Do your parents put money in your books, then? Yeah, I'm not sure how, like, that restitution stuff's going to work. I'm sure, like, that'll, like, whatever, whoever sent the money on the canteen will probably, like, it'll take a little bit of it, too. Oh, yeah. It's right here. Okay. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Right, thank you. Bye.